And hello, this is DM Samuel, and I am here with my awesome players. I am running the D&D Brief stream that uh, is in my own homebrew setting world. And so let's introduce ourselves again, starting with Matt. Hi, I'm Matt. I am still playing Konos, the still sea elf warlock. Um, hello, I'm Nina, and I'm playing Emran Onestra, who is a human Tempest cleric. Hey, I'm Karu, and I'm playing Marcel Duran, the Lutrinian Storm Sorcerer. Do we want to do a, a quick recap? If you don't remember, I do, so I can <laughs> fill in things, or I can just give you a quick rundown. Oh, I straight up vividly remember that we're in some kind of pit with, like, nasty things, and it's not good. That's, like, mostly what I remember. <laughs> I mean, that's how we ended, yeah. Yep. Um, I can't remember where we started, but I, we, we spoke to the queens, um, uh, did a lot of planning, and then eventually decided to, because we, we, we had a lot of, like, in and out of game talk about what happened with the missing character and um, our plans and everything that we had available to do before... Um, we undo the sinking because we now have the power to do that. Um, once we had everything set and all our plans in motion, we went with Queen Delencia to the place that she had to go because uh, what's his name? Um, that guy. Blacksley. Blacksley. Blacksley had gone off and he knew what he had to do now and we were like the hell um <laughs> so we went with her and we got teleported into this cave and oh he said that Nogales must be dispatched with Delencia that is in my notes um so yeah Delencia was like oh yeah I have to go now and we're like uh okay we're going with you then <laughs> We passed through a lot of cave areas. We found a note that said, speed it up, we're almost ready. Meet us back at point. And it was signed Laralac, and it was uh, addressed to Batet, which, uh, not good. So we kept going. We found um, another statue, dog statue, that Konos absorbed. Um, and then he sent an arcane eye or something uh, forward. I don't remember if it was an arcane eye or... Yeah. And spotted the next area that we need to go to. And we were, like, preparing for combat because there was a lot of bad things in there. <laughs> There's a lot of bad things. Yeah, this is the Stone Road, I believe. Mm -hmm. um, and Delencia was saying that she... It had been, like, warped in some way. Like, this is not what it was supposed to look like. So there's also that. Um... Yeah, I also have in my notes that in the trench room there's two dogs, two ghouls, the trench with black goo and roiling darkness. Um, Blacksley is in there, and then there's another person at the table with uh, different containers. Oh, black smoke comes out of a person and wafts into the container. <laughs> That's also oh, yeah. in my notes. There's, yeah, the guy there was somebody, in cage. Yeah. somebody in the cage, yeah. Mm -hmm. This yeah. is all scribbled with haste and panic. Uh, one of the, <laughs> yeah, one of the ghouls. So there's there's a couple of ghouls in there. One of them is next to Blacksley, and one of them 
was down at the on the far side uh, across from the old man that's down there, and uh, the ghoul started working the um, the the reel to make the cage go out into the sort of middle of the of the crevice that's filled with black roiling weird fluidy stuff. And as the cage moved out, it had a humanoid in it. And as it moved out, you know, it sort of was drooping lower and lower along this rope pulley system because it's getting farther out. Uh, and as it dipped into the middle, as it dipped closer and closer to the surface of the black gooey liquidy stuff, the black liquid sort of rose up and uh, grabbed on basically to the bottom of the cage and then sort of crawled in or seeped in or flowed in to the, to the cage and the humanoid started yelling. And as the black gooey stuff sort of crept over this creature, this sort of wispy, misty, smoky, yellowish white, uh, steamy kind of substance sort of wafted out and it wafted back towards the back of the room, and the old man was back there, and the the sort of smoky stuff filled a bottle, and he put a cork on the bottle and set it on the table, and there are several other um, bottles there as well. And then the the individual in the cage quit yelling. So that was that. So- and Konos is seeing all this, correct? Yeah. yeah. Konos, you, like, yeah, we can probably hear the screaming. Yeah, you heard the screaming. <laughs> oh, that's right. We mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah, I'm giving a play-by-play of everything I can see through this. I think we need to move. I think so, too. Are we... Yep. So Are the, we just what, going also... in Guns Blaze? Yeah. Say that again. Okay. I asked if we were going in Guns Blazing or if we're no. stealthing. So all, also, I don't think it matters. Uh, to remind you, um, when you first came in, um, one of the guards fell into a pit that had a spike trap at the bottom. You fought a bunch of undead nasties. Uh, one of the elite guard was killed. Um, mm-hmm. There was a four-way intersection down to the south, but you chose to go sort of uh, northeast. You came through the room with the coffin, and the coffin... Uh, when you opened the coffin, it had um, some... What did it have? The coffin had a small velvet bag containing a pair of gold and ruby cufflinks, a ruby pendant with a gold chain, and the pendant has the eye symbol on it, two gold bracelets with engravings on the underside, and the engravings were the numbers uh, that match up with the stone road. And the letter that you found that Karu mentioned... Um, and then uh, up here, uh, where the arcane eye is peering down, and that scene that was just described, there's also, remember, a, a passage that goes northwest. So there are there are a few passages in here you have not yet looked upon. Just reminding you, just so that you're not uh, surprised when that... Okay. I think probably safer for Delencia to stay back here with at least maybe one or two of the guards for for the time being. And then we can bring her up. Yeah. You said Blacksley was in the room. 
yeah, but he's not there by himself. There's some nasty-looking things in there. It could be pretty dangerous. I think probably the best thing is let us move ahead, try to take care of it and clear it out, and then we can let you know when it's safe to move up. But Blacksley's task cannot be completed without me there. All right. Well, as long as you know the risk, then I suppose I, there's no... I have already resigned myself to certain death. And at that point, the guards sort of look at her and Lord Tobik says, no, queen, I cannot let that occur. That shall not happen. You will stay back with us. And then they commence an argument. <laughs> which I, I am not going to... Uh, yeah. Uh, 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 well, that argument? Just moving while they argue? Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, well. yeah. Can I can I can I send like just send my arcane I like thirty feet up the other the north tunnel just to make sure there's see if there's anything that's gonna potentially come around that corner before we move in? Uh sure. Um so what you see there the passageway leads up and then curves off to the west. And so um as as it curves it sort of goes down and there is a large chamber beyond, larger than any of the other chambers that you've been in, and huddled around this chamber um, are, it's hard to tell how many, um, but, um, so first of all, there is a, a stone table in the middle of it, and there is one person who is chained to that table. Um, and it's very reminiscent of the initial um, Temple of Mud table that you mm -hmm. saw with the four chains, and the prisoner was on stuck to the four chains um, that was made of coral. This happens to be made of stone, okay? Um, but anyway, huddled around this room are people, halflings and humans and a few elves and they're all sort of um crouched down and they're they're covering their heads and blocking their eyes and they're just sort of huddled together and they're shivering and they're not saying anything um but they're they're obviously trying to make themselves as small as possible and it's obviously cold because they're all shivering. They're wearing rags. Like they're, they're not, you know, these aren't people that are, um, well equipped or anything like that. Okay. Prisoners maybe. Yep. Okay. Well, I'll let everyone know they have, there's more, there's more people up around this other corner, but nothing that looks like it's going to come try to catch us from behind when we move in, but something we might want to take a look at after this is done with. Sounds good. All right. Yeah. Well, if nobody else is uh, eager to charge for it, I'll move yeah. ahead. <laughs> uh, I guess Marcel has one question: Are we going? Are like do do we want to do we want to go all out on these guys? Like, it does it. Okay, well, there's some dogs, so I feel like Conus can take care of the dogs, right? <laughs> so that's a couple things. That's... Those dogs don't look. I mean, like that's the, the first thing I'm going to look at. Oh, that's true. They didn't look like the dogs that you've absorbed, though, do they? These look like demonic. No, dogs. they they do. It's just that they're red. They have okay. like, like these tokens don't don't represent exactly what these tokens are. Just like hell dog or hellhound tokens or something. The dogs that 
that are actually there are like with the spiky manes and the spikes along the ridge of their back and the spikes by their by their feet. So we're like, thinking if we hurt those, that might hurt you, Konos. Yeah, I would say leave those leave those to me at least for to start off with. And I think one of them is the one I kind of convinced to be met earlier, and I convinced to 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 basically yeah. back off. So I would say let me take care of those. Um, if you all want to focus on everything else in there, and I've got if if that's who we think we is he it is, I've got one pretty strong counterspell just in case. All right, all right. Uh, well, that that answers my question on whether I want to nova the whole room. Um, all right, let's go. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's let's not. I'll say- Attack the whole room. Um, right before, like, right as we get to, right as we get to the entrance, I'm gonna cast bless on all three of us. Right before we enter. Okay. Great. I love bless. That's a good spell. Me too. Yeah, the new spell I got when we leveled is sunburst. Mm. It's a that will literally radius. <laughs> That will literally Nova the entire room, yeah. 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 It's a lot of damage, but also blinds people for one minute. Um, and Ooh. undead have disadvantage <laughs> on the saving throw. So it's 12d6 radiant damage, though. And if both dogs get hurt, uh, <laughs> we might lose our warlock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty quickly. We put that at the very back of the room. Mm. Even if I put it at the back of the room, it, I think it still hits the dogs. Maybe. One, two, three, four, five, six. No, if I you put it at the very back Yeah, so if I center it at the very back of the room, I can get everything but the dogs. Including Chilling Quest. That's the thing that I'm worried about. Like, are we... Is he going to try to attack us? Are we going to attack him? I have no clue, but I don't. I don't think like forty damage is going to kill him, but it could. That's that's a risk we'd be taking. Also, do like it, we don't know what his deal is, but if he's undead, then he's <laughs> it's going to hurt. <laughs> <laughs> My other option is something a bit more pinpoint pew pew to different things that I can do per round. Try to remind. I don't even remember which spells I prepared for this, but there's a couple things I can do potentially. Uh, also, by the way, at the end of the episode, uh, Konos cast glibness on himself. I wrote a note <laughs> just in case you forgot. You. All right. So, what did you decide you're doing? You gonna turn around and go home? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're trying. I we think, were trying to decide if uh, if we cared or not. If uh, Chilling Quest gets hurt with area spells, we got a lot of area spells. <laughs> I have a couple as well, actually, because I prepared Firestorm and Earthquake. They're pretty nasty, but again, a little iffy. Okay, last question for you guys: Does any do, do Either of you have intentions of running towards 
the caster in the back. I was kind of thinking about it, but I don't know. Because my other idea is going to cause difficult terrain, um, which will make it substantially harder to get to him. I mean, I don't plan on going too far into there. I could, I, pr- I probably have enough spells that I can stay back. Yeah, because if I make difficult terrain for the other creatures, they won't be able to reach us that easily either. So I'm more interested in keeping the guy in the back. Yeah, that's okay. right. Okay, so I guess Konos and Emeryn are going for first, and Marcel's bringing up the rear. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and honestly, Marcel will stop with, like, as soon as he, he has vision on the room. Okay, so I think I'm gonna switch. Problem with staying away in the back is that you cannot get spell. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That is true. Of course, that works both ways. You can't do what? Counterspell. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, that is a problem, right? That could be an issue for us. For you. I <laughs> really an issue for us. I mean, assuming he, uh, if he had counterspell, he can't counterspell us either, so, you know, works both ways. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, um, <laughs> okay, well, so, you know, the arcane eye was not seen, so I think you will probably get a surprise round. So, it's up to you how you want to do things for this first round, and after everybody moves once, we'll roll initiative. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, you're coming in guns blazing, right? You're not going to come in and try to uh, yep, I mean, I... <laughs> negotiate? <laughs> I don't... Not, not today. Mm. Okay. Who wants to go first? Okay. Uh, I'll use a bonus action to activate my tentacle rod, and then... I'll just use my action to dash and just get in basically wind up right next to that doggo right there. Okay. And, and that's my turn. Okay. Is Marcel or Emerin going next? Do you know what you're doing? Um, not quite yet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, do any of us really know what we're doing at this point? <laughs> not I yet. Mean, even me. All right. Marcel is going to summon a storm in that area. Okay. Uh, fifth level, storm sphere. So everything within the sphere is just whirling air, um, like concentrated 20-foot radius storm. Um, anyone inside must succeed on a strength saving throw. Okay. If they fail, they take 2d6 bludgeoning damage. And this thing is, is like, storm loud. Um, like, crackling energy and all that. So, uh, what do they take if they fail? Five... Let me check something. Wait, no. Uh, one more dice. That's better. 11. I'm just... Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, 11 damage. Okay, and so what's the uh, what's the DC? Seventeen. Okay, and it's swirling wind. 
Yeah, it's it's swirling wind, so it's bludgeoning damage. Okay. Does it? So here's why I ask. This entire ridge area down here is full of that black gooey stuff. So does the storm affect? I don't. You know this. Think this whole so. Area here. Um, I don't think so. I mean, that's DM's discretion, I guess. Um, let me bring up the spell again. Because sometimes it talks about the environment, right? So, like, if there's it says spell. whirling air. Um, each creature creature in the sphere, when it appears that ends its turn, there must succeed on a strength saving throw or take bludgeoning damage. Uh, the sphere space becomes difficult terrain. The only thing it mentions is creatures within 30 feet of the sphere have disadvantage on wisdom perception checks to made to listen. So it's like howling winds, but okay. that's about it. It's it's stormy wind. Okay. So unless it's like really light, I don't think it would affect it that much. Okay. Beyond maybe it battering it possibly down, honestly, because the sphere is above it, right? So it's... Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't push even people that fail away, right. uh, nor does it Knock them prone. It's just battering winds. Okay, so uh, this this uh, ghoul right next to Blacksley. I'm going to roll for that one first. What's the DC again? Sorry. Uh, seventeen. And it's a strength check or save. Yeah, strength. Okay. Um, I rolled a six, so that failed. So how much damage? Eleven. Eleven. Okay. Okay. Uh, and then Blacksley himself. Um, I rolled an eighteen, so he made it. Good. There's the, no half damage. Okay. The other ghoul down at the bottom um, failed. <laughs> um, and then the old man down at the bottom. That's who I'm interested in. Uh, he passed. What? I rolled a 17 on the die. Ah. But also he has a plus four. Fuck. Oh, boy. <laughs> I thought he was a caster. Good to know. He he looks yeah, like, he looks like an old man in robes. Uh, you can actually, uh, if you would like, you can. Now that he has puzzled you, you can make an insight check. Sure. All of us. Two. <laughs> the die. <laughs> yes, all of you can make an insight check. Seven. <laughs> okay. Eighteen. Uh, how much? Eighteen. Eighteen and a yes. twenty and a two. <laughs> uh, Marcel. Well, seven total. Twenty-nine. Marcel is is too intent on trying to you know make the spell control the happen. spell. Yeah. Um, but Konos and Imran immediately notice that he's not quite what he seems. He sort of stabilizes himself. He moves a little swifter than you would expect from an old man caster. Um, and, uh, if you look real close, you could see that he actually has armor on. He was moving like he has armor on. So, mm. uh, probably not a, your typical caster that you were expecting. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So that was Imran uh, or sorry, that was, uh, Marcel and Konos. Imran. I'm going to get two. Um, and I think I measure this beforehand. Yeah, I'm gonna cast Shatter at fourth level on entered on the old man. 
quotes old man um, so that it reaches both. It's, it's a 10 foot radius, so it should hit him and the one in the back. Okay. And so what uh, does it do? That is a con save DC 17. Okay. He made it. <laughs> um, I believe it's half damage. Okay, the ghoul did not make it. So how much damage is the total? And then we'll do half damage for the old man. Total is 22, so 11 for the old man. Okay. Um, and <laughs> interesting point of order that I didn't really think about until I did this. Any non-magical object that isn't being worn carried also takes damage. So... Probably oh. all those bottles on the shelf. Oh. I didn't really think about that until I read the entire description of the spell. <laughs> it's within 10 feet? Okay. It's a 10-foot radius. Okay. That would include the, the pulley system, too. Oh, boy. Yeah, so... Uh, <laughs> let me see oh, something about that pulley system. Um, <laughs> okay, hold on. <laughs> Let me calculate. I feel like I do this to you all the time. (laughs) No, it's okay. I just need to look up my standard DC here for the. um, I like underwater. That was great. How much does it do? Eleven hit points. Twenty-two total, or eleven half. Okay, so uh, yeah, so this this um. Uh, this pulley system, it was like very sturdy looking, but uh, 22 (laughs) points of damage is quite a bit. And, uh, it starts to sort of come loose. And as it comes loose, the wheel slips and the rope comes off and this rope falls down and the cage with the humanoid plunges into the goo, um, and it sort of sinks in, and you can see that the goo is very, like, thick, oily, oozy, gross stuff. And it just sort of envelops it, and you see steam sort of rising where the thing had sunk. Also, the rope is just getting, like, it's almost like acid was poured on it, and it's being destroyed. Um, this ghoul right here died, so he's gone. Uh, the old man looks looks over, and uh, he did not die. Uh, <laughs> That's unfortunate. He's, That's but the thing is that wind is happening, so he sort of things are blowing. His robes are blowing all over, and when those when when the pulley system fell in, he was you know distracted by that, and then he looked back and he sees all of his. All of the uh, bottles shatter, and you see these the white wispy things move through, uh, and you see these they they sort of form into humanoid shape, and they're just kind of floating above in the cavern. And he looks up, and he sa- and he you know he's he's pissed off. <laughs> And he looks over and he says, you've ruined a week's worth of work. And now we roll initiative. <laughs> oh, boo-hoo. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Well done. I love causing problems. <laughs> oh, this dice was rolling so well when I was using it as a DM. Ooh. And now it's like, oh, you want to roll under 10, right? 
That's exactly what mine did. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I need you for the next round. You don't have dice. Um, my initiative is an 11. Oh, mine's a five. 23. Okay. Oh, good. Good. So it's going to go Konos, God. Marcel, Creatures, and then Emerald. Oh, okay. Konos. Okay, uh, I'm going to just, since I'm right next to the first dog here, I'm just going to reach out and basically poke it with uh, Bolum and just try to absorb it. Okay. Like I've done with the previous ones. Roll me an attack roll. Okay. 28, I think. You think? Because Bol- <laughs> well, I- I'm making sure I'm going to, because, uh, sorry, 16 on the dice, and I've got a, apparently I have a plus 12 with Bolum to hit, so... 28. I need you to make me a constitution saving throw. Okay. With d4 because you're blessed. Thank you. You have to remember that. Good. I might need that. Unsaved. 13. That's with the 4? That's with the d4. Okay. So the good thing about this is... uh, you only take nine psychic damage, and I think you have resistance to psychic damage or something, right? Uh, yeah, so I take... So you take uh, four. And then it takes uh, something back. Well, it it sure. starts swirling around and gets sucked into Bolum. Okay. And those wispy things that are floating around the the top of the cavern they start coming down to where that just happened. Is there anything you'd like to do? Anything else on your turn? Yeah, I'm going to, I want to move to, um, uh, is that, looks like about 15 feet straight across the pit? Yeah. And that rope's no longer there. Remember it fell down. So there's not actually an obstacle there. So you can probably jump across, but if you fall in, that might be bad. Thing. Yeah. Can I, yeah. Can I try to do a running jump? Oh God. Sure. With a D4? <laughs> no, it's just attacks and saving throws. Uh, let's see, I can... Hang on a second. I can make a running long jump. Yeah, so you is, can move I always feet, forget this. And then you jump a number of feet mm-hmm. up to your strength score. Which okay, strength which is score? 21. Yeah, so if you 21. have 10 feet, you've got 10 feet, so you can, you can easily make it. <laughs> so I guess I just... Bound over and land like right there. Yep. Everyone has a heart attack. Mm. <laughs> uh, that's my turn. Okay. Okay. Marcel. So doggo one is gone now. Yes. Cool. All right. Uh, great. Cool. Cool. Everything's going according to plan. Uh, I'm gonna have the storm sphere zap the old man. Okay. Does he make a save or anything? No, it's an attack okay. from my end. So that's going to be plus nine. Uh, 20 to hit. That hits. Uh, plus the bless, I guess. 24. Just for... <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he takes 16 lightning damage. And that's my bonus action. Uh, for my action, my action. 
I'm just gonna send three Eldritch Blasts at him. <laughs> Dear God, could you roll higher, please? <laughs> Alright, let's see. So the first one is uh, 16. Uh, versus AC? Yeah. That hits. Okay, 15. Misses. And then the other one's gonna hit then because I was an 18 on the die. Okay. Uh, so two of them hit for another eight damage. And what kind of damage is it? Forced. Okay. Eldritch Blast. Eight each or eight total? Eight total. Okay. I rolled a seven and a one. <laughs> oh, that's sad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, do we have any other... What are the, the black gooey things in the corner? So those are actually these wispy cloudy, smoky things. They actually look quite a bit like the white ones that were pulled into the jars, but they're black. Interesting. Let me double check. Okay. No, I cannot win that. So, um, yeah, that's that's all I can do. I did move forward a bit, but just 10 feet. Just so that I can see the rest of... Because I was a bit too far back to see the inky things. I guess we'll find out what those do. Uh, I am still concentrating on the storm sphere, so that is still up. I get to do that lightning zap as a bonus action on each of my turns. <laughs> I like Assuming that. I maintain okay. concentration. <laughs> um, okay, so that was Marcel's turn. Uh, okay, well, um, hmm. he is not happy. <laughs> Um, really? And this sphere, you said it's difficult terrain? Correct. Because uh, he's on the far <laughs> side of it. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, yeah, that's exactly where we wanted him. <laughs> nice. nice. <laughs> Good luck getting to us, old man. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. He is going to move to here so that he can try to get out of there next time. And he's going to yell some stuff that sounds like gobbledygook, but apparently it is orders because these things move here and here and here. And this one actually is going to attack Blacksley. So, um, all right. So, First things first. Oh, first things first. He started in the sphere. He needs to roll another save, strength save. 19 on the die. Okay. I'm uh, using the he, same die for him every time. <laughs> you want to switch from that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyone who starts in the sphere needs to do a strength save on their okay. turn. Okay, so this ghoul has to do a strength save. Um... I rolled a 10, so he failed. Does he take damage? It's probably yeah, he takes weak. Uh, 10 damage. 10 bludgeoning. Oh, yeah. That kills him. He's gone. Blacksley also has to save. <laughs> oh. Yeah, he failed. He's in the sphere. Um, so another 10 for him, too. Hopefully he gets the idea and gets out of the sphere. He's close enough to the edge. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, he hasn't gone yet. 
Uh, so, um, so this thing here is going to attack Imarin. Okay. Uh, no, it's going to miss, but it sort of reaches out and it tries to like scratch you and it's, it's sort of wispy hand just goes right through you, but it doesn't really actually do anything. Um, I don't like that. And then it sort of dissipates and you no longer see it. What? Cool. Okay. Great. <laughs> Good. Um, and uh, the other one's going to attack Konos. Okay. I rolled a 19, so oh. that's going to be 20. That'll hit. Okay. Um, yep. You're going to take uh, ooh, 13 necrotic damage. Okay. <laughs> And you feel it sapping the strength out of you. And your strength score is reduced by two. Oh, no. Ooh, um, okay, so here's a question. Because I've got a magic item that's boosting my strength score already, uh, does that come off of that, or does it come off my base score? How is that going to work? So it just comes off of whatever your strength is right now. Okay. Just but but the thing is, if it reduces your actual strength to zero, you die. That doesn't count your that doesn't count your boosted strength. It's just your regular attribute strength. So whatever okay, you. So my normal strength is. Yeah. Well, what is it? Uh, okay. So okay. So my so my normal strength is I believe it's either. Oh, uh, it's either ten or twelve. Yeah. So. Oh, okay. We need to deal with things. So theoretically, now it's, now it's two less than now the the magic item still works, okay, but your attribute has been reduced. If you survive, it'll come back after a short rest or long rest. But okay, so it's a temporary thing. Yeah, okay. But it can completely incapacitate you at this point. Yeah. Uh, Matt, on D and D Beyond, if you click on your strength score. Uh, not the modifier, but the score. It does show you like all your details, and it has another modifier so that you can Ooh. put minus the. Okay. So, got it. okay. So my base strength is nine without the uh, belt of giant strength. So now it's a seven. Yes, I want to deal with those. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I don't like changing your plans. Yeah, um, I mean, I rolled yep. super high too, so. Uh, and then it also dissipates so that you can't see it at the moment. We can't attack it if we can't see it. Um, and so that is those two things. The dog sort of... Let me see here. Uh, Konos, roll me an animal handling check. Okay. Yeah, no, it attacks you. Um, okay. Okay. It tries to bite you twice. Uh, one is an 18 and one is a 19. Both hit. Okay. Um, so you're going to take 12 and 9 damage. So, what, 21? 21. Okay. That's piercing damage. Okay. And then the dog kind of, it kind of, it does that thing where it kind of puts its head down and its ears down and it kind of whines a little bit 
and then it's done. Um, Blacksley does not move. Emerin, it's your turn. Quick question. Um, I can my robe lets me see invisible creatures and things that are on the ethereal plane. Can yeah. I still see these two you things can, vanished? Yes. You can see them. Okay. Is one still by Emerin? Yeah, you can yell at her at her and tell her that it's there, but she'll roll the attack okay. with disadvantage I, if she does attack. Yeah, I'll quick call. It, it's it, you can't see it, but it's still there. It's still right by you. Interesting. What, what direction? Oh, okay. Me. Um, it was south, one square southwest. Yeah. I. Okay. Okay. Honestly, I'm more interested in the one beside Konos, but. Um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same. Answer. I'm still going to move here, potentially. Yeah, I'm going to move there. And at that point, I can reach. Supposedly, I can reach both of those creatures and the old man down here. Um, I, so I'm going to cast Destructive Wave. Um, so I don't know how that works if I can't see the creatures. It just says every creature you choose within 30 feet of you must succeed on a con save or take damage. It says every creature you choose? Yes. Then I don't think you need to see it as long as you know it's there. Um, but when you move away, it gets an attack of opportunity. Yes, it does. And uh, I rolled 10. That's probably missing you. It misses. Okay. Okay. Um, so those three creatures need to make a constitution saving throw, DC 17. Okay. So here is the first black creature up in the top there. I rolled a two, so I'm sure that's going to fail. Yeah, it doesn't Elf? get any kind of bonus. Uh, the second, I rolled an eight. And then the old man, what is it, a constitution saving throw? Uh, 13. What was the DC? Ails. Okay. okay. So, they, so they all 17. Okay, so actually, I'm just going to use D&D Beyond because this is a crap ton of damage. <laughs> <laughs> so what what did you cast? Destructive Wave. Okay. So it takes 5d6 thunder damage. And I've, so it takes 21 thunder damage. And 14 radiant damage. Nice. Yeah. 35 total. <laughs> 35 total, but I'm hoping the radiant does something, potentially. Okay, so both of these creatures completely dissipate yes. down. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the old I man... No the old man kind of takes the hit... And he just points at you and he says, you're next. I'm going to come for you. Oh, I'm in trouble. Would you like to do anything else on your turn? (laughs) (laughs) Can I just call to Blacksley and see if he responds? You can. Yeah, I just call his name. Blacksley! Get out of the circle! (laughs) Get out of the circle! No response. (laughs) God dang it. Get him out of the circle. He's going to keep taking damage if he stands there. Um, anything else? That is all. Okay, top of the round, it's Konos' turn. Okay, um, I'm going to attempt to absorb dog number two. Okay, roll the attack roll. Okay. A d4. Eight plus 
So Blacksley's just he's- sitting there, and he's taken damage from that thing twice now, and he hasn't done anything about it. Correct. He's standing. Yes. 20 total to hit. That hits. Okay. Roll me a, a con saving throw. Okay. Also, the arcane is, uh, the arcane eye is gone, because I lost concentration on that oh. last round. Ooh, that ain't good. Uh, seven, nine. Uh, you take uh, 14 psychic damage, but in half, so seven. Yeah. And then the dog gets sucked into Bolum. Um, okay. Those white forms are now kind of swirling around, and they're, they're, they're kind of down at your level. They're no longer up by the roof or by the ceiling. They're kind of down... Swirling around. Um, Can I make out any like faces or features in them, or is it just like a clouds of wisps, clouds of smoke? They're wisps of smoke at this point. Yeah, you can't really make any features out, but they're obviously not just wisps of smoke. Right. But they're they're sort of okay. swirling uh, around Bolum. Okay. I'll stay where I am, and I'll end my turn. Okay. Marcel. Does Blacksy look like out of it? Like he's he's like awake, right? Like conscious, but just standing there staring straight ahead. Yeah, kinda. Okay. <laughs> um gonna make me do things. Okay. Um so I'm gonna move forward and then I'm gonna double check something. Yeah, okay. So no I can't. Okay, um, <laughs> stupid spell, stupid bonus action spell economy thing. Uh, okay, um, great. So I can't do that. So instead, I'm just going to attack the, the uh, old man. Um, you could just, just drop the, the spears. No, no, that, 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 that makes no difference. I was going to, I was going to misty step and then, oh. and then thunder step, but I can't because freaking bonus action spell can't cast anything but a cantrip um <laughs> so the bolt that goes for him is going to be 17 plus 9 plus bless um yeah that's obviously going to hit <laughs> better <laughs> it's like 30 damage uh to hit um so that's 10 21 22 23 23 lightning damage Zap. <laughs> Zap. Okay. Uh, and then I guess I'll just send three Eldritch Blasts at him again. Okay. Um, that's going to be 18, 19, and 24. All of them hit. Great. So this is force damage, and that is going to be 20 force damage total. Okay. And that's my turn. <clears throat> that's a lot of damage for <laughs> So now he has to make another strength save, because he's starting his turn in the thing. Correct. I rolled an 18. He saves, so he doesn't take any damage. Uh, he moves out of there. So he moves to here. And he puts his arms up, and he says, Arise, my guardians! You're needed now! And... Is that a spell? (laughs) Not really, it's an ability. 
Okay. Um, I don't like it. I don't like it. It sounds scary. The f- <laughs> it does. The, f- the five um, things, the five, five or six white things. Oh, no. Coalesce. Mm-hmm. They went to the south, right? Beyond, like on the other side of the storm sphere. They were coalescing around Konos. Whoops. Oh. Great. Um, and they sort of end up uh, coalescing into these strange ghostly figures. Uh oh. Oh boy. That are all around Konos. Um, no. And they sort of just solidify. Let me just label these all. And. Uh, he smiles and says, "Say hello to my army." I don't like this. Um, and then it's going to take me another two rounds to get to Blacksley because I have short ass feet. Emran, you need to pull him out. <laughs> you have short. Sure, no, short ass feet. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> special kind of feet that only the Trinian have. Okay, so I'm sorry, Konos, uh, but all five of them are going don't, to attack. Oh, no, don't be. <laughs> okay, you did. You did get rid of all the dogs. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that was. Besides, it's not a combat if Konos doesn't go down. <laughs> I mean, speaking of which, I'm already at, uh, down to half hit points. FYI. I know. I was. Oh, this changes everything I was going to do. <laughs> okay, so uh, I rolled an 18 on the die, so that's a uh, 24. That's one of them. Second one, I rolled a three. That's going to be. I. I would like. Can I use my reaction to impose disadvantage on the one on the first one? Sure. Let me roll his attack again. Um, I rolled a. Okay. 10, which is uh, 16. This is. Okay, so the first two miss. Third one, that's going to miss. Fourth one, I rolled an 18 on the die, so that's going to hit you. And fifth, fifth one, mm-hmm. I rolled a 10, so that's going to miss. So one of them hits you. Um, okay, okay, so you take 21 damage, necrotic. Ooh. Oof. And no, I need one. you to make me a DC 14 con save. Not good. Oh, please. With the, with the D4. Yep. Con save 19. Okay. Okay. That's good, because that would have uh, reduced your hit point total by that amount. Oh, God. Um, yep. Okay. Imarin, it is your turn. <laughs> This changed everything I was gonna do. <laughs> um, hey, um, I think I'm gonna. So, did we decide if? How did we do the jumping calculations? If your strength, you can jump the number. Your of feet strength score. Yeah. Or as long as you that's have, a, you have ten feet, you have to running jump. Yeah. So okay. You have to have ten feet in front of the jump that you move, and you can. So you'd have to back up. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll I'll back up ten feet. 
Okay. Take a running leap and jump. Okay. Over to Konos and cast. Um, I'm gonna use my channel divinity to turn undead and hopefully kill all these things. Okay. So all creatures, all undead creatures. I'm hoping they're undead. Mm -hmm. Um, that can see or hear you within 30 feet must make a wisdom saving throw DC 17. Okay, so, uh, here's the first one. It's a DC 17. Yes. Okay. Uh, fail. Pass. Fail. 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 So the second one passed, uh, and how much damage do they take, or do they go away? Um, that is a good question. I hadn't been able to find that, and we did this last time. And I think this is your this is your chance. Yeah, they have to they they have to basically run away from her. And I think if they're CR, either a two or a three, or at this point, um, depending on the level, they just go out of existence. Otherwise, they just have to flee. Yeah, at this point, it's a three, and they are higher than a three. So, um. So they don't take damage, but they have to start running away from her? Yeah. On their oh, turn yeah. or immediately? Uh, a turn creature must spend its turns trying to move as far okay. away as it can. So they don't move yet. Um, also, I need to roll for Blacksley. What's the DC? 17. Uh, yeah, he made it. Okay. Uh, and then I guess another question. Am I... So that was my channel divinity. Can I use a bonus action to cast a spell? Yeah. Channel divinity is that a bonus action, or is that your? It's an action. action. It's an action. Okay. Yeah. Then you've still got your bonus action yeah. left. You used your movement and your regular okay. action. Perfect. Yeah. Channel divinity is not a spell. Okay. I didn't think so. Um, I want to use a quick healing word on Konos at level three. Um, I know that's not much, but. At least it's something. Were the unseen creatures, um, either of those within range of her channel divinity? Those she already destroyed. I think those are. Oh, okay. Yeah, with the yeah, the, um, the wave that she cast her last turn destroyed them. Got it. You're up 12 points, Konos. Thank you. Okay, and just as. Konos is about to take his next turn. Two of the guards run in. Actually, one of the guards and Tobik with Delincia behind them. And Blacksley finally looks over as soon as Delincia enters, enters the room. And he says, Now that you are here, my queen, I will kill him once and for all. And then it's Konos' turn. Is he looking at any of us in particular when he says that, or he's, the old man? Or? He's looking at Delincia and saying it, but he didn't actually move. Okay. Okay, so all these ghosts are still around me. Mm -hmm. um, the one, so the Entropic Ward I used when the, on the one that hit me says I get advantage on the first attack against it, so I'm just going to make three uh, tentacle attacks with Bolum against that one. Okay turn. I believe that was um, number four. Okay. A 27 on the first attack. Of course that hits. <laughs> 16 on the second attack. Uh, yes. And a, and a 28 on the third one. 
Okay, yes, all three of them hit. Okay, ooh, this is the first time I've actually hit all three with this, so I think it's this is when it gets tied up. Um, sorry. You tie up the ghost? I mean, it's, in cor- it's incorporeal, so... Yeah. Fifteen plus twenty-one. Thirty-six points of uh, thirty-six points of piercing damage altogether. Okay. Actually, it would be bludgeoning damage, other. And it has to make a constitution, a DC fifteen constitution saving throw because I hit it all three times. On a failure, its speed is zero, and it suffers disadvantage on dexterity saves. It failed. Okay. Uh, it can attempt another save at the end of each of its turns. It's going to have a problem because it's going to try to get away from Imarin and it can't move. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, uh, that's, that's, if they're, well, no, the one that's, the one is still there, so it would, st- I'll stay where I am. Okay. Okay. Marcel. <sighs> okay. Um, Blacksley's still in the circle. I don't know when his turn is. Mm-hmm. But at the start of his turn, he has to saving throw, strength saving throw, or take more damage. Mm-hmm. Um, how's the old man looking? Uh, he is. His facade is mostly gone, so you see that he's actually a little bit younger than he looked. Um, but he's his his armor's really beat up. He's pretty bloody. Okay. Uh. Yeah, let's get rid of the source. Um, so we've, he's not in the circle anymore, so I don't get advantage. Zeppity natural 20. <laughs> oh, God. That's 10d6 damage. Wow. Oh, my God. What is that? What, is that a spell? Uh, that's my bonus action, Storm Sphere. Um, let me see. So that's 19. But wait, he's not in the storm sphere. No, I can attack anyone within sixty feet uh, of the sphere. Okay. It, if he's in, I get advantage. Yeah. Um, it's amazing. Oh my god! <laughs> Three. Thirty-three lightning damage. Yeah, because it's the lightning bolt that comes from the sphere and just zaps anything uh, in the surrounding area. We're so like <laughs> Q in particular. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's like that that picture of the lightning hitting the ocean. It's like, f*** this fish, f*** this other fish. (laughs) (laughs) All right, he got carried away and rolled a two on one of his Eldritch Blasts, but the other two are 18 and 17 before modifiers, so those are going to hit. Yep. Um, So that's two to ten. It's going to be another 12 force damage. All right. Do I go to Blacksley or do I go to Konos? I think I got Konos. Yeah, it's fine. One, two, three, four, five. All right. Uh, over there in the corner, like brave little Lutrinian, and that's my turn. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, all right. So, uh, all of these have to flee from Imarin. Except two. Mm-hmm. Except number two. And I guess whoever Konos attacked, because they're grappled? Yeah, that's number four. So three is going to go this way. 
one is having a problem because they're going to try to flee and they're going to get attacked by Tobik. So somebody roll me a couple of D20s. Um, and of course, uh, five is also going to... So I, I suppose Konos gets an attack of opportunity on both of those as well. Well, it's, on, it's only one reaction. Yeah, right. I'm... That's right. I'm not going to attack them as they leave. Okay. Um, Tobik will attack one of them, though. Oh, right, cause... Okay, Tobik misses. Yeah, because that'll break the turn. The old man runs up to Imarin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he finally got in range. And I just imagine uh, Marcel in the back going, I still have seven more rounds of the Zappity Zaps. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he pulls out a longsword as he's walking up to you. Hi, Amberin, I believe in you. All and right. And he attacks you. And your high AC. And let's see, the first one is 22. That hits. 21. That thir- hits. 13. And 19. This. This. Okay, so two of them hit. Mm-hmm. All right. And then you're going to take... Uh, um... Okay, so uh, 20 slashing damage plus 5 okay. necrotic damage. Okay, I'm resistant to necrotic, so, okay, so two, 2 necrotic. Is that just the first hit, or is that both of them? No, that's both of them. And then... Okay. Huh? And I was going to use my reaction to... Oh, what's your reaction? Um, I'm going to use Wrath of the Storm. Okay. Um, so when doing? a creature attacks me, I can use my reaction... I have to make a deck saving throw, DC 17, or take 2d8 lightning damage. Uh, he failed it. Well, that's a crappy roll. He takes 5 lightning damage. Okay. As you are uh, crisping him up with lightning, he leans down to try to bite you. <laughs> what? Uh, 20 Okay. To... What's your AC? It just hits. Okay. Um, 20... Yeah, you're going to take... Uh-oh. He tries to rip out part of your neck, and you're going to take uh, 14 piercing damage. And Rude. And 9 necrotic, but you're resistant, so 4 necrotic. Ow. Yeah. Ow, that hurt. And as he sort oh, of... As he sort of puts his head back and swallows, he smiles. And oh. he says, you thought this was going to be easy? Blacksley, Blacksley, meanwhile, <laughs> Blacksley moves out of the circle and then moves up here. And then he runs and he jumps to here and he pulls out the sword with the skull on it. You know, your favorite sword. Yeah. But mm-hmm. he had to use all of his turn to frickin' move, so he cannot attack the creature <laughs> yet. <laughs> it is Imran's turn. Damn it, Marcel. <laughs> God damn it. He screwed up everything I was gonna do. <laughs> He's been doing that to you. What? Yeah, he, he keeps doing that. 
guess I'm not doing that anymore. Let's just make it a pain to be around me. Let's cast some spirit guardians. Actually, no, that drops bless. Never mind. Don't so um, is bless wait. a concentration spell because you Ooh, took yes, damage? Oh, yes, it is. Oh. Yeah, it is. Um, okay, so I took 22 on the first hit, so what do I have to roll to save on that? Uh, 11. Con check. Con yeah. save. It's half damage or 10, whichever's higher. So. Okay. Um, 17, so that saves on the first one. Okay. And then the bite was 14. Mm-hmm. So 10. Okay, 18 on the second, so it's still up. <laughs> um, we need that I, bless. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, it's okay. Blacksley and I have the old man. Get rid of the the, the undead that's still attacking Konos. I don't really know if I want Blacksley to be the one to kill this guy though, because I feel like this is just like a bad situation all around. Um, um, okay. I need to make a decision. Let's just go with... I'll cast... I'll cast Destructive Wave again. Um, yeah, it's each creature I choose within 30 feet. So... I can get... Okay, I can get all of the creatures, or all of the hosties, just Mm -hmm. barely, from where I'm at, and the old man. Okay. So all of these things need to make a constitution saving throw. I'm burning all of my spell slots, so I hope this is not <laughs> this going is time. besides this. Alright, so Alright, so let's start up there at the top with number one. What is this, a con save? Con save, DC 17. Okay. Uh, fail, number two, or actually the one below it's number five, but it also failed. Number two, Passed. <laughs> Poor sap. Number three failed. Number four passed. And then the old man passed. Okay. So one, five. Two, four, and old man passed is what I wrote down. Yeah, two, two, four, and old man passed. Yeah. So, so what does it do? Okay. Um, so 14 lightning damage total. Okay. And. 18 radiant damage or both of those have they say okay so say that again 14 14 um, lightning damage and 18 radiant damage okay okay is there half damage if they pass half damage if they pass so 7 and 9 okay anything else do you want to move might I'm going to flank with Blacksley. Okay. I don't really know if I want him killing this dude, but he just took a chunk out of my neck, so I kind of just want him dead. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's my turn. Um, Delincia and the guard moves in. Tobik attacks these other two and misses. Um, unfortunately, Konos, it is your turn. Okay, so of these ghosts, which ones are still turned at this point? One, five, and three. I'm going to cast Banishment on two and four. Okay. What do they have to do? 
they have to make a they each have to make a DC eighteen charisma saving throw, or they either ban- either banished to a harmless demiplane or their native plane of existence. They are banished. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> here's my counterspell, but I wanted those out of my face. Um, yeah. <laughs> all right. I'm just going to move five feet towards the old man, and that's my turn. Okay. Marcel? All right. Uh, let's see how this goes. Zap, zap. <laughs> that one. <laughs> <laughs> no! That's happened. Especially after that 20 yeah. last turn. <laughs> it's okay. I still have three more bolts. Net 23 and a four. Really? Mm-hmm. Come on. Let's see what the bless does for those. Uh, four plus seven, 16 to hit. For the old man? Yep. That hits. And the other one's a 14, so I don't think that hits. Nope. Okay. So... We're gonna spend some die, I think. I'm gonna I'm gonna re-roll that. Um yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna empower spell. Better. Uh fifteen force damage. Okay. Okay. And I guess I don't have to move anymore, so I will stay here. <laughs> and cheer everyone on. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the old man turns to Imarin and says, you don't think you can get away that easily, do you? And She's not exactly getting away. Proceeds She's moving. To... <laughs> He's going to attack her four times. Nat one. Great. Okay. Natural 18, that's going to hit you. Yeah, that hits. Uh, 22. That hits. And 21. Oh, come on. Oh, boy. He hits oh, a plus boy. nine to hit, so it's... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh-huh. What's Emeryn's AC? 21? 20? 20. Mm-hmm. Okay, I thought you had so... plate plus shield. I think I do. I have, yeah, I have plate plus shield. Yeah. Okay, so here's, here's the total damage. 17... Plus 12 necrotic, but you're resistant, so 6 necrotic. Okay. Ow. <laughs> uh, Healer, heal thyself. <laughs> these... Well, that's the next These things run away. This one sort of floats up to the sky and runs away. They're, they're, they're fleeing. Okay. Tobik just lets them go at this point, watching uh, everything else. And at this point... Blacksley, if this old man is batet, I'm gonna be. I don't know what's happening. Okay, um, Blacksley is going to attack him. Nat twenty. Right. Yep, that tracks. Uh, this is Cornelius Adrian killing batet again. Mm-hmm. At the same time, he hurts. Um, he doesn't do much damage. I mean, he does a lot of damage, but <laughs> considering 
what he is. Uh, um, the thing is that he's using that thing. Mm-hmm. I have to look it up because I lost my paper that had everything written down. Okay, it has to make a DC 15 con save. Roll an 8 on the die. It fails. Uh, as Batet sticks the sword into the old man, uh, the old man, the sword flashes with amethyst-colored light, and the old man screams and screeches, and as he starts to fall, his flesh kind of starts to melt away, and his soul wisp wisps out of his body and it gets sucked into the sword and the light in the sword kind of goes out right it was glowing and it goes out and blacksley falls to his knees Imran, it's your turn <laughs> queen delincia uh-huh. yells no great good okay I don't... Oh god, why do I have to go? I I mean, technically speaking, the only combatants on the field now that are alive are those those wraiths, so since they're fleeing from you anyway, we could just call the battle over and then you don't have to go, everybody can go. (laughs) Does Blessley look like he's going to die? He has fallen down and slumped over. I am going to run up to him and cast Cure Wounds. I, I literally have no idea what to do at this point. I cast it at a second level, and if it matters, he takes ten points of healing. Um, it does not look like it helps him at all. Okay. Um, he just can I grab looks, the sword he, and like chuck it away? He looks up at you and he says, My task is complete. I don't understand what that means. Um, what, what did you do? I had to kill him one last time. Who, who was he? Ask the queen. And then he passes out. Oh god, I, uh. That was, that was Batet. That, he had to kill Batet. I mean, yeah, it, I know, I don't. But what does he mean by one last time? I'm gonna scream across the avoid at Delencia and be like, you should probably come here. <laughs> you should probably come over here. <laughs> you should probably uh, I mean, he didn't seem to need Delencia besides having her as witness. Yeah, I, I don't understand what's happening. Um, I mean, she does not move. She's, she's kind of just staring over there. She looks a little bit defeated. I'll pick him up. Was that not what was supposed to happen? I'm... I was trying to break the cycle, not repeat it yet again. Oh. Yeah, that's... That was... Well, okay. But he said one last time. Also, no, I think the soul just got eaten by that sword. He can't <laughs> revive. He can't revive if his soul is gone, right? I did toss the sword away, so I did touch it without really thinking Oh, you did? It. I did. I tossed it. Just kind of back. You, not you into picked the... it up? I, I pulled it from Axley when he collapsed, and I 
just really quickly like tossed it, like slid it across the ground. Make a wisdom saving throw. Oh boy. Oh, no. oh god, I'm really afraid now. Oh, I have a d4 because I'm still blessed. The DC is yeah. 18. Just roll high. Natural 20. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Oh, that's a total of 30. That's a total of 30. God bless the Christ. It likes saving throws. It does not like attack rolls. Okay, that was terrifying. Uh, I so didn't you, think you that just kind of picked up the sword and threw it back behind you somewhere? I just like skidded across the ground to get it away from Axley. Uh, roll me a dexterity check. Oh boy. That's not a good one. Is that going in the goop? Oh, no. I was trying to slide it behind me because I'm kind of in front. I'm like facing him, and I just kind of slid it behind me. Uh-huh. But I really, I really, But yeah, what did you get okay. on your dexterity check? Got a two. Uh, yeah, it went in the goop. Oh, on. And Konos and Marcel, if Marcel was watching, the the goop did yeah. not like make it sizzle and whatnot. It just went into the goop. It just bloop. Great. Uh, I've kind of got my hands full with this one. <laughs> I don't think I have anything to do to to like stop that from happening. Then can I use Mage Hand to try to pull it out? Um, let me look at something. What a moment to not have telekinesis. <laughs> oh, I've got it. I just don't have any more spell slots for it. <laughs> I can zap it with lightning, assuming six thirty seconds haven't passed, because that's about the amount of time I had left on the storm sphere. If I had Wait. ten minutes, I can use an unseen sermon to get it out. <laughs> but yeah, I'm assuming thirty seconds have passed, um, Sam. So, yeah, yeah, it gone. was uh, three and a half rounds. So that's uh, twenty-five seconds alone. So. Yeah, yeah. The sphere had like six six uh, turns left before we stopped. Um, I was looking for like what the speed the hand could move. Um, I think it's thirty feet per round. It's uh, yeah. I can move up to thirty it's, feet. I can move up to thirty feet. Yeah. So thirty feet per six seconds. Mm-hmm. And I can, and it can carry something that weighs up to 10 pounds. So as the hand goes into the goop to try to grab the sword, I need you to make a constitution saving throw. Oh, no. 20. Uh, so part of the problem is that you can't see the sword. Hmm. So you're trying to, like, make the hand go where the sword is, and you actually grab the sword but when the mage hand comes out of the goop the mage hand is fully covered in the goop and so is the sword what would you like to do with it touch it please say that again sorry um not touch it please (laughs) can i uh can i just like try to have it like wipe the, some of the goop off, like on the ground or on the wall or something like that. Try to clean it off that way. It's like tar. It does not want to come off. Mm, great. 
do we want to put this thing in our bag of holding in this condition? No. No. Fuck that. How are we getting it out? <laughs> yeah, just also yeah, having that goop in our bag doesn't sound like a great idea to me. So remember, this goop was like soul sucking goop, and that sword sucked a soul into it. So, oh god, what if it took the soul out of the sword? I don't think so. I don't, I don't, I don't know. That uh, problem is above my pay grade. Um, <laughs> I mean, that sword will go where it will. It seems to have a, a ideas of its and own as to what it wants to do. Yeah. Maybe just leave it here. Yeah, I'd say just leave it here. I mean, I feel like we all need to take a second because we need to figure out what just happened and what our next steps are going to be. Did the old man's body like stay? What happened to his body? Yeah, where's his body? It just crumpled to the ground. Okay. Yeah. Didn't like turn to dust or anything. But we saw no, the but soul. It's, it's rotting really quickly though. Okay. But we saw like the soul get like sucked out into the sword. Mm-hmm. And there's no there was no change to the sword after that, right? The light went out. Oh, the light of the, the amethyst, light. right? Yeah. Yeah. No clue. Um, is Blacksley still? He's on. The was ground. he ever alive? I mean, Emeryn? he was never really alive, right? Yeah. Is Blacksley still gone? Mm. Hold on. Mm. I'm dead. For, I check for pulse. <laughs> check for pulse. There's no pulse. Check for pulse. Mm. <laughs> I want to I, I try something, and I didn't think I would ever actually use this ability, but I'm. It, it's you know, this would probably be the one person I'd. I wouldn't feel horrible about using it on. I'd like to use Create Thrall, please. Oh. What? Why? So, on, on this is, is... Yeah. I don't even know if this is going to work or not, but it's, and it's creepy as hell, but this would be the one person I wouldn't feel filthy about using on. Uh, <laughs> I, can t- I use my action to touch an incapacitated humanoid. He is charmed by me until a remove curse spell is cast on it. The charm condition is removed for it, or until I use this on someone else. While it's charmed, I can communicate telepathically with him as long as the two of us are on the same plane of existence. It's not like dominate person or anything. He's just charmed by me. So I just like whisper in his ear, you... You may still have some purpose yet. Pick up. So where where where's that spell at? <laughs> it's not a spell. It's a it's the fourteenth level warlock ability. Oh man, my god. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, did I just break something? Oh well, you you're gonna tell me. Um, <laughs> Remember why he's around. He, well, because actually, essentially, talked him into existence, literally. But who's called? And he was he really answering. Raven Queen. Raven. Ooh. He, was a, he was a revenant. Yeah. yeah. Made so, Queen. His eyes she open, may- and he looks directly at you, but they are not the eyes of Axley. They look quite a bit like the eyes of the priestesses that you saw in the large cathedral in Shadowport. Uh-oh. And the Blacksley's body opens its mouth, but the sound that the sound of the voice that comes out is a woman's voice. 
And she says, what other task do you have for my loyal servant? But the only person who hears this or sees Blacksley do anything is Konos. Oh, I didn't think this through. <laughs> <laughs> Let's tell the resident so, that the Raven Queen made to do a task that he's not done. So, we just see him, yeah. like, kneeling down and whispering into yeah, Blacksley's ear. Exactly. What well, you- we don't know what's going on, but... Um... <laughs> Konos probably remembers this, but because the thing we had about like finding what Blacksley was up to was when we found out that he had gone to the Book of Proofs and had left a proof there. That proof was Nogalos must be dispatched with Zelencia. And after that, he basically said, I now know what I have to do and went to the place we're at right now. Mm-hmm. As far as I understand, he just killed Batet which is not Nogales, and he didn't dispatch Nogales with Delencia, which means he's not done <laughs> until right. he gets rid of the sword with Delencia. That's my brilliant plan. I concur that it's brilliant. I don't know if the DM agrees, but... And it's worth a shot at this point. <laughs> At the very least, it's something that Konos can think of being like, hey, yeah, you're not done because you said you were going to do this and you didn't. <laughs> yep. Okay, thank you, because I had not, I had forgotten that, but thank you. Um, so I will respond to this voice and say, he, his task is not quite finished yet. He must still destroy or the sword. His task was to destroy Nogalus. He must still destroy that along with Delencia must do it together and he may rest he has already dispatched nogalis damn it <laughs> well then then i would simply ask that or say that completing his task has caught will cause a deadly cycle to repeat once again in our world i want him to help us break that cycle once and for all but if that is not your will and he can rest Delencia must break the cycle. How does she do that? It is her family that keeps cycling. She must put them to rest. <clears throat> it is their vengeance which keeps the cycle going. My vengeance is now done. And take your servant back. I will break the connection. He has earned his rest. Revenant's eyes close. All right. That could have been way worse. <laughs> good, good to, to <laughs> sort of know. Still not good, but... Yeah. Did we blow it? Did we blow the shot at breaking the cycle? No, we haven't, because it's up to Delencia. Yeah. Right, but yeah. it's like their family name, and like, is it the next Delencia's job now? Because well, so, this uh, one didn't... Is Konos going to say anything to Del- I mean... None of you heard any of that. I mean, yeah, I guess if you tell it. I will. I guess the Raven the Queen question, was not. Yeah, the question really is, are you going to say this in front of Delincia, or are you going to try to talk to Marcel and, and Emerin alone? Your Majesty, I'm sorry. We need a few moments to discuss something with ourselves. Uh, the Queen says, yes, I need to speak with my elite guard as well. 
perhaps we will meet you back in the other main room. Okay. Just don't go just don't go to that northern hall corridor. There's some I think there's still some people in that room. I don't know what okay. state they might be in. I saw I was able to see a group of people um in that northern in a room through that northern corridor. There was somebody chained to a table and several other people that appeared to be prisoners. We should check on them before we get going, though. I'll set my guard to release them all. Let's go. Okay. She leaves her and her and Tobit go along with. Okay. The Once they leave, Coelus will just kind of sit down, kind of prop himself up on a wall. I nearly made a terrible mistake. <laughs> seems that God seems that gods don't like their chosen followers being mucked with. You don't say. (laughs) Who would have thought? But his task is done. He did dispatch Nogales, but now it seems that if we want to end this cycle once and for all, it's Delencia that has to do it. Her family is the one that apparently keeps the cycle going. She must put this family vengeance to rest once and for all, somehow. So... Why aren't we telling her? She <sighs> wants to. It's not like she's unwilling. I guess I'm concerned with how she does that. She said she was prepared for certain death coming in here. That might mean she might have to die somehow. This to end. I feel like that's a bit strong of a way to do it. I mean, it doesn't make sense to me that that would somehow break the cycle. Her dying just means that, you know, a future Delencia is going to pick up the same thing. What was Delencia's vengeance thing was against the kids the, the, that were... Against the Antarsis. Against the Antarsis. Because the Antarsis had killed her kids? Yeah, he, st- he stole them. He stole them. And so she went and she, she basically, the original Delencia took over the soul spire. That's why she was Delencia, queen of souls, because she, she was searching for her children. And so she thought, well, if he stole them, then he must have put them where all souls go, which is to the, the soul spire. But they weren't there, but she had already taken over the soul spire. So to put this to rest, we need to give her children back. Konos, isn't that the dogs you've been absorbing? I guess, I, I suppose so, yeah. And we've got... So you have the oh. way to stop it. Give her the souls that she's been searching for. Okay. God damn it. <laughs> Right. Well, we have some of them at least. We know there's still more out there, including the big one. But give some back at least, somehow. How many have you absorbed? Or should we go four so far, I think? So there was uh, two in this room. One. The statue in the other room. One in the mud temple. Yeah, one in the mud temple. And one in the... Oh no, you destroyed that one. You didn't absorb that one in the Chamber of Eyes. And right. you have Volum. 
And you have Volum. I do. I will point out, even Volum you don't have access to when we're in these other planes, so we might have to wait till we get back. But you might want to tell her about it. If finding those souls is what she needs to break the cycle, then she needs to know. That's basically the key to do it. Yeah, she might she might even need to take it. Let's see. Let's, let's go find her. Well, you're discussing all that. Can I look at the sword again? And can I just, like, hold a sacred flame in my hand and just see if the goop reacts and see if it retracts a bit? Like, just hold a sacred flame up to it? <laughs> Maybe just hit it with a sacred flame? Uh... Because it's weird that the sword is still active. Is it though? Even though it's the yeah, because light when I touched it, it like oh, when I touched it, I still like felt something. I don't really know what I felt, but I know I had to make a wisdom. <laughs> like it's just yeah, weird that's, true. that's still like I don't know. I mean, it might be a soul sucking sword, you know. <laughs> it might be. That would be terrifying. Um. So. When you have the radiance in your hand mm-hmm. and you bring it toward the sword that's covered in the goop, the goop does start to kind of come off the sword, but it's not trying to get away from the flame. It's trying to go to it. Oh, great. When cool. you cast Divine um, Magic, you are using the spark of your deity to produce that, especially Divine Magic that does radiant damage. You're using... Whoop the tiniest sliver of your deity's essence to produce that. Okay. Um, I mean, it might take a while, but I can maybe coax the goop off of the sword. What are we going to do with the sword? (laughs) The other thing I wanted to do, uh, is there anything of interest on the old man's corpse? Um, That's a good question. Looking specifically for any amethysts, any fancy weapons, and any notes or papers that he might have in his pockets. <laughs> we can also go through his table back. I know I destroyed kind of a lot of it, but... <laughs> you know. Oh, you mean that splintered wood in the back? Except <laughs> for all the broken glass. How's <laughs> it the job? So, uh, he actually, he has his long sword and he's wearing some armor. Um, but he also has, he, he's actually wearing, um, a gold chain with the, with a pendant on it, with the, with the eye symbol in it. Just like, just like one of the ones you Mm -hmm. found in the coffin. Um, except this one isn't Ruby, it's Amethyst. This is a terrible idea. Uh, Marcel takes it. Marcel! Did you learn nothing? Do it. <laughs> He's <laughs> He has an amethyst. Those things are important. I mean, they are, but maybe, you know, some I'll, I'll, just, I'll be like, Konos, you have the magic bag, right? Yeah. I have another one of these. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And toss it in. Just consort again. Look at, it, look at it closer later. I'm, I'm feeling no, really tired. Can someone, help, can someone help me up. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll pull Konos to his feet. Sure, I'll help you up. My eight strength and my tiny back. <laughs> That's more than mine at the moment. 
Uh, yeah, the problem is my oh, height oh, is not. Yeah. I'm like oh, um, I'm four feet. <sighs> okay, I guess. What kind of armor was it? It is a breastplate. Okay. I like look at the skull and like see the teeth and like maybe discern what this thing actually was because I don't feel like it's human being that it took a chunk out of my neck. <laughs> and did necrotic damage while I oil was it? It's an important thing. Yeah. What would you like to look for to what are you what are you investigating to try to see anything? Um mainly the skull and the teeth. And then like I don't know. I don't think I have any like rituals that a, I can use to discern. Check. Okay. Thirteen. No, that's not math. That's an eleven. <laughs> Just an eleven? You're a cleric. You have that low medicine score. I rolled a seven. I'm just rolling. Um, it's either really good or really bad. There's nothing in between <laughs> at this point. So, uh, you know, skulls are made of lots of different pieces. Mm-hmm. You have a mandible, that's your jawbone. You have cheekbones, those are zygomatic bones. You have a frontal bone in your skull. You have two parietal bones behind them and an occipital bone. And then there's the bones that are where your ears are, right? And all those are, mm-hmm. are technically separate bones, and then they fuse together as a human grows to adulthood, right? The bones on this, whoever it is... So let me put it this way. You know that if you see a deceased human or a deceased dwarf or a deceased elf, a humanoid, that while they have the same basic structure, you know, you can tell the lines where the bones are ossified together and it's natural. This skull, at best you can tell with your roll, (laughs) looks like the pieces came from different skulls. Okay. And were put together. The they mostly fit, but you could tell where the seams are. They're called suture lines. They're not exactly matched. Uh and that's not normal. Cool. Well, I don't like that. <laughs> but he's dead. What are we doing with the sword, I guess, is the next <laughs> question. Like, we want to send a question. For the meantime, I guess I'll just sit like three feet away from it and like hold my hand out with the sacred flame in there and just let the slime kind of creep back towards me. Do we want to take it with us or do we want to leave it here? It seems like we're going to need it just a little while longer. Yeah, I would feel more comfortable having it with us. Where are we going next? Are we done here? Is is this what we came to do? Kill this guy? Is 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 that gonna fix what's happening in like this place is still creepy looking, isn't it supposed to look different? Yeah, I I think those are all really good questions, but I think those are questions for Delencia. She doesn't know seem to know much either. Like, I Man. feel like there's still stuff that she's not really telling us. I feel like she knows a little bit more that we can maybe pry out of her. 
I mean, yeah, we definitely have to talk to her. But, uh, yeah, so we have that. And if we want to take it, I mean, I could, I do have the bowl with me. I could summon a water elemental to carry it for us. That's a good idea. It might be able to wash off any residue as well. It might also decide that, you know, grabbing the sword turns the water elemental into the next next big boss, but it's just a water elemental. We can deal with a water elemental. Water elemental that has absorbed that goo might not be the best idea. I don't know. I'm just spitballing here. So what's the issue? <laughs> How we're going to carry this thing. I mean, I can still yeah, move we- it. I still have mage hand up on it, so... Yeah, you could just mage hand it. That might be safer. Uh, isn't your mage hand covered with goo, or did you just like dispel it and then? <laughs> like if you. Just uh, well, I have to keep. I should. Have... Yeah, I can thing. use unseen servant to carry it. I can do that. That that lasts longer. Okay. Sure. Let's. let's I guess let's do that. Okay. You need what? Ten minutes for that. Yeah. Boof. While Konos is casting that, do we want to go talk to Delencia and see what she's up uh, doing with the people in the other room? I was kind of thinking about that. I don't really know if I want to leave Konos by himself. Okay. That's fair. But I can stay here and work on the sword, I guess, if you want to go talk to Delencia, or at least maybe bring her back. Yeah, okay. Alright, so Marcel will go see what Delencia's up to. Okay, so uh, Marcel finds Delencia in... Delencia is in the room um, that you all came out of, and she's just there with Lord Tobik. The other guards, the remaining guards, are off dealing with the um, dealing with the the prisoners. Okay. So, you have her relatively in private. Lord Tobik is there, but you basically have. Mm-hmm. You have I mean, Lord Tobik is always there. Right. <laughs> yes. That's her job. Like the the, the Lord Tobik is Valencia's shadow. Um. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Marcel is going to walk over and go. Well. Emran is trying to clean off the sword. We don't think it's a good idea to leave that sword down here, especially since it just seems to have absorbed the soul of Nogalus or Batet. I'm not really clear on that anymore. Uh, so, you wanted to end the cycle, right? Of course. I'm tired of this vendetta that I keep having to relive. Okay. Then, don't? <laughs> I mean, you're the one with the vendetta, right? So just, can't you just drop it? What's keeping you doing it? It's not them. It's an enormous catastrophe that befell our entire planet. But that happened. Yes, it did. And I don't want it to happen again. But everything that's happened since has been because of your vendetta. So what do you need for all of this? Yeah, it's a bit of a strong way to put it. But But it is what you're putting. What I'm saying is that apparently you're the only one that can stop this. How? I... By 
stopping the vendetta. What do you need to do to stop the vendetta? I don't know. I thought Blacksley was going to tell me. I thought either he was going to kill me, and that would remove my line, or that we would end up at the Soul Spire. This isn't the Soul Spire. This is the Stone Road. What if you found your children? What if you were reunited with the souls of your children? Would that stop it? You mean my great, 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 great grandparents? The souls, you know. The nieces? (laughs) (laughs) The ones that were taken from you by Antarsis. I don't know. Wouldn't that stop the cycle? It all started because you wanted to find those kids, right? I thought we would get to the Soul Spire and I would do something different from what my foremothers did. Do you even know what your foremothers did? I know they tried to take control of the Spire and it didn't work and it messed everything up. And I was going to throw myself into it to kill myself or something and make it so that it ends the cycle without taking control of it. But you just... That makes no sense. (laughs) How else can I end a cycle that depends on my living? But you just don't have to take control of it. You don't go there. Seems like going there. I've been doing that my whole life, and look what happened. A catastrophe. That catastrophe has nothing to do with that, as far as I can tell. Everything is good. Sure. Okay, so let me put it this way. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just looking at Nina's face. (laughs) I love myself so much. I appreciate them so much. (laughs) I think. Konos is one of those missing kids. What? Well, not Konos. Well, just like you are Delencia, but not really the Delencia, but, you know, the whole, like, soul reborn thing. <laughs> and he's, he's, you know those dogs we, we found? Yes. I, I think s- those are the, like, corrupted, lost souls of your children. Oh. And he's been collecting them. That's why she never found them in the Soul Spire. Because they weren't there, yeah. But now he's gathering them we for you. We didn't know you. where you... they were. Well, And now we do. Yeah. They're in dogs. Right. Demon dogs. We did kill one, but uh, I don't know what happens there. Um... <laughs> Oops. They've been in hell this entire time. Yeah. I... Oh, yeah. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> You're not making a convincing case for me to stop the cycle. (laughs) But but we're taking them back. That's my point. If we save them. them? uh, How many are there? Nine, I think. Nine? Eight? There were eight. Kono's found... How many did we say he found? Six? Four? Oh, I've stored four. We broke one. So there's three left. He rescued four. I think he's the fifth. We also kind of destroyed one before we figured that out. So I don't know what happened to that one. Uh, possibly gone back to hell? I guess? So here's the thing. There's a big one. And it's apparently the reason why everything is flooded and everything is going to be undead soon. So I don't know if that's maybe one of your kids who went ballistic and just decided to absorb all the demonic power and went evil. Right. And I don't just, know. 
out of character. The writing says eight shards to make the path. That was where the idea of the eight. Yeah. Well, didn't the one of the dogs be like, oh, I have this number of siblings, the first one that was absorbed? Yeah. It was eight. That's why that's why you related it to the Yeah. Yeah. Uh the 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 demon that is behind Larilac is a dog. You're telling me that one of my ancestors who was stolen has had its soul corrupted to the point where it's now a giant demon dog and it's trying to destroy the world. Maybe. Or maybe that's actually in Tarsus. And if I don't repeat the cycle that suddenly everything's fine. Well, we are going to undo the sinking so we can go back. Going to the soul spire is not going to fix anything right now. You dying is definitely not going to fix anything. You dying just makes whoever else takes your name in the future repeat the cycle in the future. There's no guarantee there. I think what we need to do is find those lost souls and return them to the soul spire so they can be reborn properly. But don't you have to destroy the demon? What's going to happen to that soul? I don't know. I don't know if that soul is one of your kids or Ian Tarsus. We're I'm just talking about the first thing that comes into my head right now. So all I know is that that thing is a big dog <laughs> and it seems to control the others. But at the same time, Kono seems to be able to break that control whenever he touches them and take them into himself. I don't know if he can do the same with the big dog, but I am pretty sure he's going to try. <laughs> I think we need to take an inventory of all the dogs. There's supposed to be one on each plane, but there were three here. So I think that's out of... Well, that was a that was something we... No, wait. Uh, Volum said there was like one on each plane or something. Either way, we, it, we've been looking for the dogs, and that's one of Konus's missions. And like I said, I suspect Konus himself might be related in some way to all this. When, when he wrote... Anyways, we should get going. Um, let's go see what happened with the when sword. When he wrote what? Um, well, when you write something in the, the Book of Proofs, it seems to write the name of your soul, not your current name. When I wrote something, it showed the name of the last king of the Lutrinians, which seems to be the reason why I can use the sword. And uh, apparently my people are starting to call me my liege. I'm not <laughs> ready for that. How do you do it? Anyways, uh, when Konos did it, it said Volum. So You're telling that me that your traveling companion is containing, carrying, or the embodiment of one of my ancestors possibly and yeah. this whole time you didn't tell me that <laughs> I don't know if you all said you had a way to get out of here right yeah Konos knows wait what about all of these prisoners that we're rescuing 
about that. I think Konos will need an hour before he can plane shift us out of here. Who had plane shift? I like okay, I was right. Yeah, uh, Konos used all the spells, and he was the one with the spell. Uh, he'll have to rest to get that back. So we can't leave right away. We have to wait. <laughs> yeah, he's going to need an hour to sit and uh, recover. We might have a problem then. Oh? The chamber below, the chamber with all the prisoners, is full of those goblin eggs. Oh. They're uh, starting to hatch. Why, were the eggs not broken? The what? No one broke the eggs before they hatched? Well, you said they had people or something in them. Well, their souls are from people. I mean, they need souls to live, right? But if we kill them, they should go back to the soul spire, I think. We did fix the part of the problem there. And what do we do about the black ooze? No clue. I'm just a sailor. This is just all a bit. <laughs> like how after all of that, he's just like, oh, yeah, I'm just a sailor. <laughs> I, need, I need to think. I need to think. We need to figure out a way to solve these problems. Mm-hmm. I guess maybe if Konos needs to rest, then we just rest. I yeah. Don't know what else to do? Uh, maybe get everyone out of the chamber full of eggs, um, and Marcel just dashes off back to the others. <laughs> <laughs> do you tell them what what went down? <laughs> no. Um, actually, Marcel is going to run over to like the the entrance to the room where they're resting, or I don't know what they're doing. Uh, Konos was summoning something, but I think it's been, I don't know if that was 10 minutes or not. Um, Marcel's going to go like, hey, how do we feel about killing the blue goblins? The blue goblins. <laughs> you know, it's the blue more, goblins. More here now? Oh, God. You just see, you just see this Lutrinian like hopping from foot to foot like he has to go to the bathroom. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Um, okay. Konos, you done? No, I'm yeah, just I, asking. Are we? Do we kill them? Do you think their souls just go back to the soul spire if we kill them? It's like that's what happens, right? I mean, there's not much else we can do. We've done other things to them in the past, but yeah. I, I mean, unless Emran wants to try doing a revivify on them, but I don't know if. Well, are they friendly? First of all, are they attacking people, or are they just, like, waking up? Yet, and- they're hatching, so hurry up! <laughs> oh, okay, but if we can't... Because the ones in, like, Sharkface's crew were, like, okay. Like, they were kind of nice. Like, they were they were at least reasonable. If we can reason yeah. with them, we might, might not have to kill them. And the ones on the island were attacking the Hakka as soon as they were born. Right! Like, I don't know what's happening. But potentially, it's because they were killing the eggs before they were hatching. So they woke up and they're like, oh my god, you just killed all of my people that were hatching, and so we're going to attack you? I don't know. Alright, well then, let's go... Let's go adopt an army, then? Good attitude. Um, steal an army, maybe? <laughs> sure, that worked. Well, they're just hatching. I feel like adopting is more appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> I am kind of excited. I really hope we can talk to you. (laughs) (laughs) 
All right, Marcel's just gonna lead Emran, uh, and then just like stop. They're that way. Hey, Konos, you gotta rest if we want to get out of here. And then I go back to. <laughs> oh my god! Maybe rest with like the guards, not by yourself in the carpet room. So I mean, I can cast plane shift without resting. That's oh. its own spell slot. Okay. Well, had no easy. The kicker, the drawback, however, is it only teleports up to eight other creatures. Ah. So now that we've rescued these prisoners, there's more than okay. eight. Okay. How many are there? Because I can transport five. I can still, I can still do, I can still do something that can get get us all back. So. Okay. Do you have one yep. use of that? Yeah. I have at least one use of it, and this is as good a time as any to use it. Honestly. All right, let's go, let's go see what happens with the goblins. Okay, I go to. I feel like Marcelo at the end of the day is just going to collapse into a bed and pass out before he even touches the pillow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, there is this chamber here that is um, in the sort of lower left-hand side of this image. So if you can just look down there, there's oh, nothing. The one with the it green looks like goo. there's nothing in it. It has the greenish uh, goo color stuff in it. That hmm. entire chamber is just full of. There's eggs floating in this sort of boiling pool of fluid. There's eggs attached to the wall. There's eggs attached to the ceiling. They're all over, and they're that weird blue, nasty. It's very sure hot in the chamber. Room? This is worse than the Temple of Mud was. Yeah. I mean, if this doesn't... So, are there, like, eggs hatching? They're not hatching just yet, but they definitely, like, if you get close to them, they will, like, turn in the egg and look at you. Oh. Yeah, so they're they're basically fully grown. Mm-hmm. Great. Um, the heat kind of threw off what I was going to do, too. <laughs> I, mean, I can still sunburst this whole chamber and, and liquefy everything in it, but if we want to try to convince them... <laughs> I know. My, you know, they're already okay. angry at me, so like, it's, it's just me. I'm I'm not a good person. <laughs> Marcel's going rogue tonight. What the hell? Apparently. Marcel's always been chaotic neutral. He's never been... Yeah. <laughs> Um, but I, I, Marcel I mean, okay. is absolutely on board with trying to to convince these creatures that we are their saviors. Okay, we should gather everybody up in the chamber to the north. Have Konos like ready to cast the spell. How long does it take to cast? Is it just an action, or do you have to like prep it? Uh, it's an action. Okay, good. So we should just have everybody set up. Just in case things go wrong and we can just bamf out of here. But if things go right and we can talk to them, we might have some extra passengers, so we should definitely hold off. Okay. Okay. I mean, it only stays open for a minute, so, that, so even if we do get them all <laughs> convinced, we still might not get them all back. So. Oh, boy. Oh, I'll, I'll get ready. Okay. Okay. And I assume we're going back to Calport. Yeah. Cool. Even are the people 
like when we pass that chamber, who do we see? Like, do we see like actual people or like revenant type people, like blacksmiths? It's, it's are- living people. It's like humans and elves and dwarves and halflings. People live kidnapped. Mm-hmm. Okay. They're just like mm-hmm. commoners from various different places. Some of them look like they've been here for a really long time. They're kind of emaciated and starving and. You know, some of them look like they probably were just captured yesterday, kind of thing. I mean, you'd have to actually sit down and talk to them to find out a ton of information, right? But they yeah, just... I won't do that just yet. I'll like make sure to acknowledge them on the way by, and like, you know, just like smile and nod at them, basically, as we go down to deal with the problems. Yeah, I'll just ask really quick: Are there, are any of you from Calport? Um, no, no, uh, they start saying like just different names of places where they were. Although you do hear some of them are from your old island. Oh, okay. Hmm? Where Traston Finn was, that island is named Thude Island and it had a couple of other towns on Mm -hmm. it. Portless was a town. Um, remember, um, Konos had a brother who lived on the island, but just not in Trastenfin. So, yeah, so there's there's a lot of... There were, there were other people, other towns on that island. I was just telling you, sit, just sit tight for, for a few minutes. We're work, we'll be, leave, we'll be going, leaving this place and going someplace much more pleasant very soon. They're all very, like, worn out, you know, knew they were going to die kind of emptiness almost in their eyes, but they, they, they acknowledge that you're not their captors, so. Okay. Meanwhile, I'm gonna go down and sit next to one of the eggs that looks like it's going to hatch. Okay. <laughs> and what are you gonna do? I'm not right next to it, but like, kind of away from it. <laughs> Marcel, can you, like, message the creature that's in there and talk to it already i could probably I could actually just hear try. i mean they might be able to hear us out of the egg to be honest i mean yeah hello uh roll perception check both of us yeah and konos too if he's in there okay that's actually really good that's a 22 25 okay Jeez. and not 20 <laughs> uh when imran oh, says mm-hmm. hello Every egg that you can see, you see the thing in it move and look in your direction. Yeah. See? Told you. Oh my god, this is creepy. <laughs> it's pretty nasty. <laughs> I don't like it. Okay. Um, cool. I don't... How, how long does it look like it's going to take these eggs to hatch? Yeah, if it's going to be a while, then we're going to go, but... I mean... It's hard to tell, but when they're all responsive like that, you know it's getting close. I mean, they don't... The incubation period is not an extremely long period in the first place, so... I mean, at this point, you could probably break an egg and they'd be fine, basically. Maybe a bit weak, Mm -hmm. but... Okay. You're right. The ones on the ship were loyal to Sharkface. Right. Like, I don't understand where they're... What... Oh, I'm just more curious than anything, really. Like, we really don't have to be doing this, but I'm very curious. 
what is it that you're going to do? I kind of just want to shout out friends. (laughs) (laughs) Join us in glorious battle. Um, (laughs) I mean, they don't even have to fight at this point. They can come with us and just. I mean, to be fair, they're decent fighters. I mean, yeah. The one thing is, before before you do the like cure, like if you when you what was it revivify when you cast revivify on the ones that they stopped being blue goblins and became other creatures and regained their Mm -hmm. memories. So Mm -hmm. the question is, do you want to try revivifying this chamber and see if that? misty thing that happened in Calport happens again. It crossed my mind um, and she's like visibly like rubbing her thumb. <laughs> I just, I don't know A, I don't know if it would work while they're all like in egg stasis. I don't know if that would be like a good idea but even if they all did hatch like I just don't know if it would work at this point. Like I don't feel like I'm in favor with my day. Okay, I have an idea. I'm going to walk to, like, the one you're beside and, and, like, look at it and go, like, um, you want to, you want to, like, get out of the egg? Do you want help with that? Uh, it, it shifts to where it's kind of looking directly at you, but it doesn't really say anything. I'm going to, like, poke the shell. Uh, give me a strength check. Fifteen. Uh, you poke it and it springs a hole in it. And as soon as you do that, the thing takes its hands and just goes, and it like (laughs) falls out of the egg and stands up and it kind of clicks its teeth together. Hi. How, how, how's it going? How you, how you feeling? It's looking around. We're friends. What these things eat? They just eat normal food. Uh, Is Conan is here? Or is he in the other room? I'm. I'm. Well, no. I guess I'd be back in the other place, ready, getting ready to cascade. Do, Emrin? Do you want to try on him? Casting revivify? Yeah, I can. That's a big diamond, but I can. <laughs> get more. Well, the thing is, if you can show them what you can do, even if it doesn't work for the others, like if it only works for this guy, we can be like, hey, we can do that for all of you eventually. Um, you just have to hang out with us. <laughs> okay. Like, okay. prove that we're sure. friends by helping out this one, like, become what it used to be. Do you have an opinion on that, Mr. Blue Goblin, sir? I don't think he speaks common right now. He's like looking around and clicking his teeth and licking his lips and... It's hungry. It's really hungry. That's what I'm worried about. I don't know if I have... I know Konos probably has all of our rations in the bag. I don't know if I would carry any on me. I probably have a couple. Just take out a ration and just like flip it in his direction. He catches it and shoves it into his mouth. Crunch, crunch, crunch. We don't have enough to feed all of these guys. He steps steps towards Marcel. If you're going to do something, you better do it quick, because we're not going to be able to feed all of them. I'm going to take out the second ration and give it to him. He's like, huh? Okay, I'll cast cast Revivify, I guess. Do I have have the spell slot? (laughs) 
Oh, I don't have a third level. I'll cast it at fourth level. You cast it at fourth level? Yeah. Okay. Um, the only spell left. It kind of puts its head back and, and kind of like cries out a couple of times. And it transforms into uh, like very young baby humanoid. Like baby human. And it's crying. Oh no. Oh, right. Oh no. All right. Well, you're carrying that one. Um, (laughs) All right. Change of plans. They were easier than they were for goblins. Yeah. Change of plans. Let the goblins grow. (laughs) Let's go. Uh, well, I mean, we could promise them food. I mean, they're apparently going to be born hungry. So we promise them food and that they have to behave and do what we say. See, you hear that, guys? We can get you food, but you have to do as I say. If you behave, then you'll get food. I repeat this in Auckland. I don't know if that's going to help <laughs> at all. But I will repeat uh, what Marcel says in Auckland. Roll a persuasion check, both of you. Okay. Okay. Oh no. <laughs> oh, not as good. <laughs> I rolled plus nine. I rolled eleven. Same. <laughs> so they don't. They don't look like they respond at all. They're still. They're just watching you, but they're still in the in the eggs, just looking. I'm like bouncing and like rocking the chair. It's <laughs> screaming. It's so mad. <laughs> okay. Uh, is Konos in the room with the uh, refugees, or is he in with the black? Good- yeah. When I, when I, I mean, when I hear, when I hear this going on now. Well, so uh, are are you in the are you in the room with the prisoners, or are you in the room with the? I guess. Yeah, I, I, mean, I was. My, this baby is screaming so much. Probably everyone in the place hears it. <laughs> oh no, the goal, the ghouls! I know, I know. Um, uh, I'll be right back. <laughs> I gotta go check this out now. Kodos, as, you come, as you're coming towards, they've, they've done something. <laughs> as you're coming towards the room to see what they're doing, you see a woman in the refugee part, stand up and look. And she goes, my baby! And she runs. This emaciated, Uh, starving woman runs into the room and says, my baby! My baby! And she holds her arms out. Just just give her the baby. I hand the baby. I don't really want it. (laughs) She takes the baby. The baby quiets down. Oh, are these all prisoners? Are these all the people that... Oh, that's messed or... up. Oh, that's even worse. Okay, uh... this is gonna be a problem. Yeah, I don't think Emran's gonna let me kill them now. Um... <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Konos, you walk in and you see Emran <laughs> holding out a baby to this emaciated, starving woman who's covered from head to toe in dirt. Oh, who's God. now crying and rocking another... the baby. And yet they're standing in this room and you see the goblins in the sacks looking at you. How 
I mean, can I get a rough number uh, just from, from looking around at this chamber, like how many there might be? There's probably at least 30. Okay. Okay, so... All right, so after they all hash them, we could gate could be open long enough for them to get all all get out of here. Okay, they're going to be. We may want to do. We may want to. Do you have all handling rations? I think so. I should. Okay, so the plan is to give each of them. Where do we don't have thirty rations? Do we? Probably not, and I don't think we like prepped for a long trip because I do specifically no, remember saying I've got this ten. won't be long. I mean, we could just wait till they're wait till they're hatched, do the gate spell in here, and then leave them all back to Calport. Yeah, no, we can feed them in Calport. The thing is, they're hungry; they react to food. We need to basically, you know. Hey, look, food, and then toss the food through the portal, basically, and get them to all go through the portal. Uh, You've got to cast a spell somewhere where they're not going to, like, ravage the town, though, because if the guards see blue goblins coming through a gate, they're going to start shooting. We're going to have... No, okay, we let well, Delencia go and go through first. Delencia and the others go through first. <laughs> then we toss the food yep. in. Uh, then they're going to think I, I mean, the goblins gonna... are chasing them. God damn it. Uh... <laughs> I was, yeah. was going to point it at the throne room. Now I might point it at the kitchen. <laughs> I mean, you might. That's actually probably your best bet. Wait, aren't there protections against portals? Oh, fuck. No, Frick. they stopped using it, member. Oh, that's right. Okay. Okay. right yeah. That's good. Because they um, decided all that time it would just uh, didn't work. Okay. We could... We could try a Hail Goros. <laughs> and I think I have... I'm trying to remember. I think I still have 300 golds worth of diamond dust that I could potentially maybe use in place of a diamond for Revivify. So if we do wait for all of these things to hatch, I could potentially really beg my deity to help transform them all back into people. Whether or not she's going to go for that idea is way up in the air. Yeah. But I think that's our easiest shot, and that's probably our best bet at getting everybody out. And what if they'd all turn into crying babies? I don't think they were all babies. I think this particular one might have been one. But we do have other people that can carry. (laughs) (laughs) If there are more infants. I'm not volunteering myself for that position. But we do have other people. <laughs> Roll me a um, D100 percentage dice. Okay. That's a 12. Even good for... Okay. I don't have um, Divine Intervention, though, because I used it and it still hasn't come back yet. I don't know if that plays into this, but that would have been a good Divine Intervention. So you're So tell me the chain of operations here. You're going to... Try to use the diamond dust to revivify all of them. You're going to get the prisoners to come in and pick up any of them that were babies. Mm -hmm. Konos is going to cast a gate pointed at the kitchen or at the throne room now because you're going to revivify them all. You're going to let Delencia and her elite guards go first. Then you're going to push all the other people through and then you're going to come out. Is that what I'm hearing? Sounded like it. 
Yeah. Sure. Okay. If, if we also get stuck at the end, I do have um, word of recall. I can bring us back if we want to stick or if, if it gets short at the end and we end up shoving people and we don't make it out, I have a, a last resort, basically. Konos, where people. are you casting the gate at? I'll cast it in this chamber. Okay. So it's close to the goblins when they hatch. So we... we... Do we want to call the others in before you try doing the revivifier yeah. after? Might as well just get everybody in one place. Yeah, maybe just back a little bit because this kind of backfired last time and hurt a couple people. So maybe everybody. But they were they were weak from from the curse. Well, no, I think Konos and I got hit by some backlash last time I cast this, the diamond kind of went wonky and I couldn't keep it stable and some oh. uh, necrotic damage went flying a couple okay. of different places. So so cast it before getting everyone. Like Marcel can go and let Delencia know what's going on while you cast that and then move everyone into the chamber. Yeah, okay. Um, so you're going to cast Revivify? Konos, are you getting... Yeah. Are you going to wait for that, or are you getting everybody ready to rock walk through the portal? We have to wait. Yeah, I mean, I want to get everybody. Let's get them down in this direction, but at least you know, at least a good fifty feet or so away from Emerin. So that way, if anything goes wrong with the Revivify, they're not hurt. And then once that's done, I get and what whatever the outcome of that is, kind of taken care of. Then I'll cast the gate spell. Unless things just go absolutely haywire here. <laughs> you think? Okay, okay. Clarifying question. Am I casting this before everything hatches or after everything hatches? I think you have to wait Seems for like you them need to, to wait hatch. Okay, because they are in, like, boiling water right now, so if any, like, infants drop into boiling water, I don't think it's going to go well. We should probably lure them all out, at least into, like, the land portion of this chamber. I just like yeah. make sure that none of them are going to fall into boiling water. I can I can leave a actually you probably still need that a, a couple of dancing lights for you and and maybe try to yeah, like, lure them towards the dancing lights. Okay. Or we just take all the food we have, put it in a line like just Pac-Man dots and <laughs> at the end of the line that's where the gate spell pops up. <laughs> I mean it's valid. So you're waiting for them to hatch, or you're not waiting for them to hatch? Yeah, I think we're going to have to. Yeah. I mean, Marcel basically you know, broke one of the eggs and hatched one that way, so maybe we just maybe we expedite this and just go around doing yeah, that. Could, yeah, you could just go poke, poke, poke. poke. They're basically ready. Poke, poke. Yep. Okay. So Marcel goes to tell Delencia what the plan is. Yeah. Imarin and Konos start poking all of the eggs and hatching all the goblins. And you've put food out. Konos, uh, Konos has already told the prisoners, I'm assuming, what's happening. Yep. Yep. I mean, I want everybody on the same page here. And then as the goblins move toward the piles of food, Imarin is going to revivify mm -hmm. them in one big group. <laughs> Hopefully, I have no idea if that's going to work, but that's the plan. Okay. Uh, it works. Oh. 
and the majority of these are youngsters. They're like two years old or younger. And as you send this wave of transformation over them, they basically fall mm -hmm. on the ground and flop all over and cry. And all of these, all the prisoners come in and start getting their kids. <laughs> and now this there's all this line of refugees with their children waiting for Konos to cast a gate oh, spell. I am. All right, before everyone's ready, I'll cast gate. Yeah, just go. <laughs> uh, are you sending the queen through first again? Yeah. Got queen and her guards through first. Okay. That way she can alert any guards on the other side that don't kill these refugees. Oh, shoot. Um, also, uh, I need a wisdom saving throw from Imarin. I figured that was not. 21. Okay. Oh, 22. Sorry. All right. Uh, your plan goes off without a hitch. Every bit of it works. And you're back in the castle. How's with, my thumb? With a bunch of refugees and their children. Your thumb, your thumb has a big callus on it, but yeah. it still hurts. Okay. Okay. I mean... Marcel walks up to Emmerin as we get to the other side and just like pats you on the thigh, I guess. Good job. I knew we could yeah, I knew you could do it. <laughs> I didn't how I'm oh. You were helping people. I mean yes, that's a good thing. I am just very confused as to why majority of these were children. Like, were they just reincarnated, or... Because, like, the other ones... Now I'm very confused. The other ones were, like, adults, and they could, like, mm -hmm. speak with us. These ones were, like, specifically children. Mm -hmm. And the children of the prisoners who were there. Yeah. Maybe maybe they started with the children, and we're going to continue with the adults, but those take longer? Either um, way... I'm going to send a message to mom at some point. Mm. Konos, all of the refugees are thanking you for using your magic to transport them. And Imran, all of the refugees are thanking you for saving their children. And Marcel, yeah. all the refugees are kind of looking at you and then staying away. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They've probably never seen anything like you. <laughs> That's fair. Um... So close to Delencia being like, so green go uh, blue goblins, huh? No, the, the, that, those, they're just transformed people. She says, that sounds horrible, but we have bigger problems. The undead army? It's close. Yeah. And we still have to find the other dogs. Though it's possible some of them are with that army. I was going to say, are we going to pull the plug? <laughs> um, well, that's the question. If you want to do that, you can do it right now if you want to do it at the end of this session, or you can do it at the beginning of the next session if you're not if you're not quite sure. I mean, the thing is, Marcel at the very least wants to know how, how the evacuation of the oceans is going. 
because remember we were yeah, we were planning to leave a couple of days for people to get off the oceans to safety. It has been a couple of days, has it? Oh, because we well, were setting up beforehand. Yeah, because it's been like four yeah. days. Actually. Yeah, so actually we're coming up to it. If yeah. if we don't if we don't get um any message from the Hakka and I think we had um our bird buddy there. Like if we don't get a message from them saying, Hey, the army's here, I think we'd still want to wait the seven days we had said. That's yeah. how Delincia knows, is that the Oh, that they got the the signal? They got the signal. I thought the signal was supposed to go to us. Okay. Um, <laughs> I mean, when did they get the, the signal? The signal went to Axley. Yeah, but I thought Axley was going to contact us. Uh-huh. Yes, sending. When did that sending arrive? The, As we so were getting back? Axley got the signal about an hour ago. And he, could not, he could not reach you. I was going to say, I'm wondering if it didn't jump through. Mm. Hi. <laughs> uh, if that happened an hour ago, then I'd say, yeah, we pulled the plug. Yeah, we pulled the plug. Because an hour was what um, we had allotted for the Hakka to get back into the bay so that they weren't caught in the whatever is going to happen. Like, that should have been enough time for them to get their boats into the bay. Okay, then, yeah, we'll pull the plug. <laughs> Does Konos agree? Yeah. Okay. So you say the phrase. Do you remember the phrase? Turn back, turn back the flood antediluvian. On three. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um, you say that, and you hear sound all around you. You hear, um, like the sound of rushing water, or of water sort of um you know the sound when you when you had a full sink of water and then you unstoppered it and it kind of goes and every once in a while it makes that weird sucking noise right because the water's yeah. moving and all that that's kind yeah. of what you hear but over the top of that you hear a pure tone just a and that's a constant, and you hear the sound of, of water flowing, and then every once in a while you hear that weird sucking, like, sink drain noise. And you actually hear the sound of water receding, like like if water comes up on a beach and then it recedes away, it kind of makes... Like, all of this all at once, you hear it, and even though it's all at once and it should be like white noise, you actually hear these things as distinct, separate. It's almost like you're hearing what's happening in different areas all at the same time. And you're hearing them as distinct differences. Now, granted, everyone around you, they just sort of stopped and now they're moving. Like they've got things to do and they know they've got, so you're the, the three of you are just kind of standing and listening and you hear all of these varied different, noises i'm gonna cast a spell okay uh i'm gonna cast investiture of wind and go flying up into the air see what i can see um out to see okay uh you see that um 
you can actually see that the water level is receding, but it's not receding away and going in a certain direction. It's like going down. In some places, it looks like more than others. Like, for example, the what would have been the lake that Cowport was on isn't receding as much or as fast, but the rest of the ocean around it is going down, down, down. In so fact, the lake is coming back to belonging as a lake. Right. Does that mean the ships that were in the lake are fine? The ships that are in the lake are weathering really horrible waves right now because of the disruption, but yeah. otherwise they're fine. But you can actually see... How far up did you go in the air? Um, I mean, I've got 10 minutes of 60 feet of flying, okay, so, so I can go pretty high. If you go really high... You can see that there are already, like, you see more land now than you see water. And you see there are destroyed ships in various places, or what look like destroyed ships, or maybe they're destroyed buildings. You're, it's really kind of hard to tell, because your vision only goes so far. Can I see what I assume is going to be a big shadow that is the Undead Army, and how they're faring? Yeah, so um, they're on the what would have been the sea floor now. And as you see water sort of sinking under them, they are, some things are kind of flopping around, right? Cause you know, there's lots of fish sea and creatures. whatnot, yeah. but any humanoids that were in that army are just kind of standing up and continuing on, continuing through. Does it seem like some of them got like dragged or like they numbers suffered that way in terms of, there are definitely, there's definitely a portion of them that are still on the ground and not moving. So they're probably dead from the impact or from mm -hmm. the okay. change in, change in environment. How big does this look like compared to what I see of Calport and the port itself? So, um, an enormous army, like an overwhelming force. Okay. It's moving a lot slower now, a lot slower, because anything that was riding a, a seafaring creature uh, can no longer ride that creature because it's flopping around. I'm just imagining the the ones on the sea turtles that were going really fast, and now right. it's like now what? they're kind of yeah, <laughs> darn it, right, right. And remember, most of those creatures were undead, and now yeah. they're exposed to the air, so. Like if you could see them closer up, you're you're pretty far away. But if you yeah, could see them I just closer see, like, up, shapes. yeah, they're like their skins falling off and they're degrading really quickly. So you definitely put a hurt on them. But it's an enormous army. So how many like I guess feet or miles does the army cover? In terms of size or speed, what do you? In size, because I'm guessing I can use Kelport as a like measuring because i know more or less how big calport is um okay that's a hard question to answer uh <laughs> or at least how far away it is at this point at the speed they're moving now it's going to be probably several hours before they reach lake calrot once they're in the lake they might actually speed up because they're water creatures. yeah we, we might not want to let them get to the lake mm-hmm we need to so, intercept them before they get there. Several hours, but it's an enormous army. I mean, it's a, a so it's like miles, miles of yeah. okay, okay, uh, okay. Once I get a good idea, I don't, I don't want to. I mean, I have ten minutes to like mm -hmm. see everything. Um, I'll go down and report what I saw. 
and basically say, yeah, we've, we've stopped them for a bit. Mm -hmm. We hurt them. We need to get to them before they get to the water of Lake Calport. And so also what you, what you also saw was they're not really in disarray. Like the, the few that were, it were like the battalions that were riding porpoises and stingrays and all that. Those are in disarray for a moment because their transportation basically just faltered, but everyone else, it's, didn't miss a beat. So obviously they are still under the command, command of, yeah. of uh, my suggestion is get our armies on those ships and get to the other side of the lake. We cannot let these things get to Calport. We need, we need to stand our ground on the other side of the lake, but I don't think that the forces of Calport are enough, even weakened as they are. And we're going to need clerics. And I'm going to look at Emeryn. Those, they're all undead. We, we need clerics. Yeah, that's the unfortunate part is I spent so much. I mean, I, you I know. I can get some stuff this, but. Marcel didn't get touched, but Konos and Emeryn were both like. Yeah. Right. They need long yeah, rest. Right. But I don't, we have several hours, but I don't know if we have a long rest worth of hours. Yeah, if we want to beat them to the water, we don't have a full a long rest worth of time. Well, like, I, I, if you want your fleet to beat them to the water, your fleet doesn't have long rest time. But I mean, you could, have faster you, ways of transportation. You personally, the three of you. I mean, you could also just rest on the ship. You don't have to be yeah. commanding a ship. I mean, it, I am not arguing with you. If I can get a long rest, then I will because. Same. Yeah, I'm just saying it, that it the, the two of you sh can get a long rest in, even if you're resting on the ship or if you wait <laughs> back and then when you're done with your long rest, you have ways to get to mm -hmm. to the front lines much sooner, right? I mean, I wouldn't mind the long rest. I'm not tapped. I have spell slots of every level, but I have used stuff, so. Yeah. Yeah, if it looks like we can get, like, if if we can get those eight hours, then I'd suggest, yeah, get everyone moving. We don't have time for anything else beyond getting everyone on the other side. And I'm kind of assuming at this point that Delencia is, like, already moving people. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when she stepped out of the portal and they said to her, we got the signal, you know, Sabatine yeah. is, already has the fleet traveling out. yeah. So yeah. they're just having a hard time of it because everything's getting battered now with, with uh, waves and, and the disruption of the, the outflow. You know, the, it changed the entire, you know, uh, tide, yeah. you know, cycle at that point. Okay. All right. So we'll, we'll get on our ship and head out then. Okay. And yeah, <laughs> I don't know how many clerics they have, but. It's going to be like clerics protected by soldiers, basically. <laughs> I'm wishing we had some storm wyverns at this point in time. <laughs> storm wyverns would be great about the right about right now, but uh, we didn't actually get down to doing that. <laughs> Whoops. It would be so fun because they would make a storm and I can like do the lightning thing and it would be so great. It's okay. 
we as long as I get a long rest, we'll be fine. It's fine. Oh, I might I might definitely I am definitely going to stop by and grab another diamond from the Abbey if they have one. Maybe two. I mean the the treasury of the Abbey is pretty vast, so I'm gonna grab some more diamonds or some revivifies. Okay. I have those. Because I'm worried. Do you need a storm to do your thing, or is that just... No, but it... Well, the thing about it is, if I have a natural storm, like a naturally occurring storm, it gives me an extra dice damage. Mm. Um, okay. But if I, I can just create a storm, it's smaller, um, yeah. but it does less damage, but it's still pretty good. I don't think my storm sphere counts as a natural storm. <laughs> I... No, I thought about that when you cast it, and I was like, I wonder, but I also feel like I might accidentally, like, take control of it, and then you wouldn't have control of it. <laughs> yeah. You'd be fighting over the storm. <laughs> Not to mention, I'd be summoning it lower so that I can, you know, difficult terrain anything that's coming through it. And that's where we'll end tonight. <laughs> ah! <laughs> so in the last, for the last, uh, nine or 10 minutes. I just want to, uh, I don't want to do a massive debrief. Um, but I, what I do want to do is just for the audience's sake and, and also for my sake, uh, just talk about the fact that you're all 15th level. And so I don't know if you want to talk about sort of what kind of things your character can do now and, you know, just like how many hit points you have and, and what's your, you know, like just sort of mechanical stuff, but also like what you have at what you have available to you in terms of resources, uh, so that the audience gets an idea of like the massive amount of power that you actually have. I'll go first. Um, Konos at fifteenth level has one hundred and five uh, max hit points. Um, he is capable of, as we saw tonight, he's capable of making very bad decisions. <laughs> uh, with I think the, you've with been the, doing that since uh, the beginning. Oh, I mean, yes, they just. <laughs> Thanks. It just it, it grows in magnitude with the whole control thrall thing or create, which I'm probably never going to use again. Um, Where have you heard that before? Um, I mean, at least, at least I'm not using you know boiling oil on people. Hey, um, <laughs> um, you know, plenty of spells. Still a whopping three spell slots, so that will always be a handicap of playing a warlock, unfortunately. Um, you say three spell slots. That's a lot. <laughs> you know how long it takes for a warlock to get that third freaking spell slot? Yeah, a, a lot. A long time. <laughs> you have three whole spells. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, a, lot of, a lot of, like little tricks and whatnot, like he's in, I mean, resistant to psychic damage. If something hits him with psychic damage, they they get hurt back. Once per, I think, short rest, he can give somebody disadvantage to attack him. That's pretty much it. Um, Bolum, he provides. That's about it, for the most part. Well, uh, us real spellcasters get 8th level spells. Ouch! Konos <laughs> has an 8th level spell. Dang! <laughs> And a lot of spell slots. So many spell slots. I was going to say, um, I currently have 34 spell slots, including cantrips. Um, I have one, two, three, four, five cantrips. Um, yeah, up to eighth level spells. Um, 
I currently have 95 hit points. My armor class is 20. Um, I have a plus 9 for my spell attacks and a spell save of 17. So that's pretty decent. Um, I also have the magical mace that, you know, does lightning damage when it crits. <laughs> uh, so that is like a plus 8 to hit. It does 1d6 damage. Um, and then obviously if it crits, it's a bit more than that. Um, yeah, mostly what I have. It's mostly just spells and a lot more spells. How many general divinities do you have? Oh, that's right. Um, I do have, so I have Wrath of the Storm, um, which is what I did. It's my reaction. Um, and I think that's separate from channel divinity because channel divinity, channel divinity is down here and I get two per short rest. Um, that's like the turn undead and then I also have destructive wrath um, which is a channel divinity um, that I can deal maximum damage instead of rolling for lightning or thunder damage which I haven't really used yet um, but that'll be fun especially if you yeah. know I crit I'm, I'm surprised that you still have two at level 15 I thought it went up you know that I was kind of wondering the same thing but that's what it says, the Wrath of the Storm, I get four per long rest. Hmm. Um, but yeah, channel divinities too. I think you also get a thing, uh, like when you hit somebody with a melee weapon, it deals like extra 2d8 lightning damage or something like that. Potentially. Because yeah. um, all, all clerics get something at level eight, they either get like a damage, a damage boost on their melee attacks or on their cantrip spells. And then some of them get a boost, like some of them, the ones that get a weapon bo- and damage boost, that gets bumped up at 14th level. That may be wrapped up in the spells which or attack actions on your sheet. Which yes, is so why. the channel divinity um, at 6th level you get it twice between rests and then you don't get it a third time until 18th level. Ah, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, that's, that's rough because those are fun. Oh yeah, that's Divine Strike. Once on each of your turns when you hit a creature with a weapon attack you can cause the attack to deal an extra 2d8 thunder damage. Okay, that's that's good to know because I, yeah, it's like buried in paragraphs of mm. <laughs> traits. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, that's you know. Yeah, and I do have divine intervention, but I use that, and it's only been I think six days now, so I do get it back relatively soon. <laughs> right when you need it. <laughs> what about what? How many hit points does uh, Emran have? Ninety-five. Okay. Yes. Marcel has 95 as well. Mar- Marcel has an armor class of 16 still. Marcel is very much the kind who hides in the back and hopes uh, that he doesn't piss anyone off long enough to get their attention. Because um, Marcel is a very squishy Lutronian. But they can command the storms. Well, next time you'll be outside, yeah. so... Yeah, well, I have resistance to lightning and thunder damage, and whenever I cast a spell of first level or higher that deals lightning or thunder, I can do an additional seven lightning or thunder to anyone within ten feet of me that I choose. And that just happens. It's just like zip zip happening from me Mm -hmm. uh, whenever I cast a spell. 
Uh, I can control the wind and the rain around me. Um, and the last thing I got recently was if I get hit by a melee attack, I can use my reaction to deal 15 lightning damage to the attacker. And if they don't pass a strength saving throw, they are pushed 20 feet away from me. So nice. pretty good considering Marcel does not like to be in melee. <laughs> <laughs> that was the like storm sorcerer features that they got. And yeah, spells. I think one of the nice things about being high level is that you end up with all these like cool high damage spells that are very flashy, but sometimes hard to use. Like I had been waiting to use storm sphere since like three or four levels ago. Uh, Cause that's only a level four spell. Um, that was great. I love that spell. <laughs> that yeah. And that was not at its full power because if I had cast it at eighth level, that's eight D six damage per turn as a bonus. Ooh. As a bonus, and that's what as gets a bonus me. action. Yeah, every single turn, I can just keep doing it. It's a concentration. Yeah, and 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 anyone who's still in the sphere takes sixty six damage at the start of their turn. And so, that's, you know, was, trapping the old man in that sphere was was good that because was, yeah. it allowed enough damage to be done so that when Blacksley got out, he could actually, you know, it was going to go one of two ways because it's possible. I mean, I rolled the damage and stuff, so it's possible that Blacksley could have actually attacked the guy with the sword. I happened to roll a crit when Blacksley yeah. attacked, and that triggered that yeah. sword's power. If he hadn't, he probably wouldn't have killed the guy, and so it could have gone way different, because if one of you had killed Batette, it would have been... a That would have totally changed the end of that scene. It would have completely switched what happened. We so. would have denied the revenant his kill. Yeah, yeah. So that would have, yeah, that would have put a a very different spin on what happened. The, the reason, well, I had two reasons for not upcasting it to its highest level that I could. One, because I really prefer keeping things in reserve just in case. I am the kind of player who always wants to keep as many resources as possible in their back pocket. And also, I knew that it was a concentration and there was a small chance that I would lose it. Mm -hmm. So having a backup spell that I could cast was better. That's one thing that I've noticed playing a sorcerer, because I don't get to play characters much. Mm -hmm. Sorcerers have so many, like, so many of their good spell options are concentration that there are, there's so much competition for spells. It it took me like looking through everything and both because I'm playing a sorcerer that doesn't do fire at all. He Marcel does not like fire. Mm -hmm. They've got issues with fire. So I intentionally made a sorcerer that does not have any fire spells. So that kind of limited my ability of like choosing spells that were not concentration Mm -hmm. that wouldn't necessarily fight each other with the like useful concentration spells. And I managed it for the most part, especially with the upcasting ones. Uh, like I, I have a decent selection of non-concentration spells, mm-hmm. but yeah, I, I, I noticed that like that's a big thing for, 
And I, I don't know if it's the same for other casters because I know that sorcerers have a pretty limited spell list compared to wizards that get all the spells. Mm-hmm. The fact that cast uh, sorcerers can't uh, ritual cast kind of also doesn't help in that sense because there's less utility things that you could pick up. I know a lot of my a lot of my stuff's concentration. Um, it's either concentration or utility. Like I was, let's see, like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, like eight of the spells that I that Konos knows are concentration spells. And it's only like a, a two or three, three or four others that aren't. So yeah, pretty much all of his good stuff was like my plan going into that fight. Like I thought we were. I, it wasn't until about halfway through, like that, that I, I realized, okay, we're not actually fighting Laralac. We're fighting somebody else. So my whole plan was to try to basically was was thinking it was going to be Laralac. He's going to try to have he casting spells on us. My whole plan was to try to counterspell whatever he threw at us. Um, like if he was going to target, especially if he was going to target Emeryn with like a high level, like a really high level spell, I would because the reason I took Glibness is it lets you me roll fifteen or higher on a charisma check. So it's pretty much it's a guaranteed success on a counterspell or dispel magic. Right. So, so, so Laralac was lead is leading the undead army. The army. So yeah. you are correct. You will be fighting him next time. <laughs> if if you head on, go to the army and you you know and you. Right. So if he know if I, he sees Imran in the, if he senses that Imran is there, he's going to come after you. So chances are either you're going to go to him or he's going to come to you, and you're going to be fighting Laralac. So just so you know, well, that's, well the that's two armies the, clash around right. us, and so so yeah. you're going to remain fifteenth level oh. for that, okay? Yeah, and mm-hmm. the, the, we're only probably going to have like two, maybe three more sessions, depending on some decisions that you make. Um, but after the fight with the undead army, I'm probably going to pop you all up to twentieth level. Oh wow! So, oh boy! Because so well, it, as I said, it depends on what you do. Because you might decide just okay, you're yeah. Done. Right. I mean, to be fair, we know what happens after Laralac. We have yeah. to go after mm-hmm. after. Right. But you could you could decide other things, right? So, yeah. um, and that's why I say we have you know maybe two or three sessions. Like it, it really does depend on what you end up doing, um, which will then determine, you know, what happens. So, uh, but you know, so the this whole clash with the undead army, you know. The Lutrinians are amassed and are heading to help fight the army. All of the Hakka, not just not just Konos's tribe, but many of the other tribes are heading this way to help. Like when the signal went out that said, "Hey, beach all of your ships and get prepared for this," like you know, everybody started coming towards Cowport. So. It's a, it's going to be an enormous conflict. We're not going to suddenly play a war game with you know, <laughs> the enormous conflict, but there is a lot going on, and so you're going to have to choose how you approach, you know, the the enemy and what's going on and 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 all of that. So, and as I said, if Laralac, as soon as Laralac senses Imran's presence, that's he's you know where he's going, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so. I'm assuming you'll all survive that, and then we'll end up at 20th level. <laughs> Good of you to Maybe. assume that. <laughs> I mean, it might not be true, but you know, even mm-hmm. if one of you dies, as long as you, you your body's recovered, you can probably you know 
yeah. in resurrection. So. I was going to say that depends on how many ghosts you you uh, have come come after us the right. next time. <laughs> Yikes! Yeah, that that was yeah terrifying kind of. That was shadows and wraiths are like shadows only like a th- half cr or something, but you get two of those things on you and they both hit and they reduce your strength. And then you get a couple of wraiths on you to reduce your hit points. I mean, you're f- those the, the scary, are- the scarier thing than shadows are the shadow assassins. Yeah. Those things are nasty. Yeah. I mean, there's, I mean, even for low level, you know, stuff there, I mean, a wraith is a five CR, but you know, shadows are specters are low CRs too. And they could be, you know, you get the correct, yeah. uh, correct. You get the right situation and those things are, you can, I mean, screwed. Yeah. I mean, yeah. The the big thing is they attack things that a lot of characters end up dumpsteading. Right. And that can be dangerous. I mean, I remember fifth level, our party for Dungeon of the Mad Mage on the very first floor, you run into an amount of shadows equal to the party. Right. And because of the situation they ended up piling up on the sorcerer he had a th- two strength i think by the end of the battle Damn. yeah like he yeah. nearly died from lack of strength yeah it's like okay well you you survive good news is survive, you survive the bad news is you might as well roll a new character anyway <laughs> <laughs> and i think it wasn't just him the the rogue also ended up with like a four something in strength like both of the like weaker characters in the party ended up completely drained of strength yeah you know and one of the things that um that D modern D is is i don't want to say problem because it's not a problem but like for example the idea that something could cause you to be afraid right like the frightened condition or being like some of the having caused fear right like like if you're reading that in a novel, right? Like there's there's this 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 book that I was reading a few weeks ago and basically it's basically a D&D book, right? But the characters are in this one location and these creatures come out and the creatures cause you to have fear, but the way they cause you to have fear is they make you it's almost like a dementor, right? They like make you see your worst nightmare, your the biggest thing you're afraid of. It's not the creature, it's the idea that they're causing you to see them as the thing that scares you, right? Your worst nightmare. And when you're just talking about like you're in D and D and you're just doing a battle, like it's hard to really put that into the narrative and make it useful. Cause I mean, so, you know, um, so Imran cast turn undead on those wraiths, right. And made them run away cause they're afraid of her. But like, it's so hard to say, well, what are these wraiths afraid? Like, did you conjure yeah. in their mind the thing that they were scared of when they were alive or are they scared of being dispelled or like, what's the thing? Right. So it's kind of, I always imagine that, that that case being the cleric, just this divine presence of the God right. that they're summoning. And yeah. that's what they're afraid of. It's like this divine retribution basically that has right. come to shine in them. Mm-hmm. But in it, when it comes to players, it is hard because, like, a lot of the time when you're in combat, you're thinking mechanically. So, exactly. oh, yeah, you're fighting the dragon and he uses his frightful presence right. and now you're afraid so you can't get closer. But, okay, so I can get closer, but I can do this attack, right? right. Yeah. And and it continues. <laughs> exactly. And it's like, yeah. Yeah, but your character's terrified Scared right out now. out of his mind. Yeah. 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 
Exactly. You are so terrified. You cannot move a step closer. Right. Yeah, sure. You can attack yeah. him, but right. you're yeah. still scared. <laughs> right. yeah, you, yeah. Yeah, the player can still make rational decisions. I mean, right. I think back to, uh, again, my husband ran ran for me about a week or so ago. It was, actually, it was on Valentine's Day. And it was the one I posted about. We had a random encounter with a chimera. And this is a four, four level, three level fives and one level six. And it almost went. And because of the way the dice rolled, it almost turned into a TPK. Yeah. And I was legitimately just like panicking and locking up in the moment. I'm like, oh my God, I don't know what the hell to do. Yeah. So. Yeah. But no, that's exactly, yeah, that's, that's exactly like when you, when you look at just the mechanics, like some things mechanically, I understand why they designed it that way. Cause it works within the system and it makes it a, a quote fair game. Right. <laughs> but like the idea of, certain powers or certain effects, it really, when you turn it only into the mechanistic part of it, it kind of doesn't make sense, right? But I, as I said, I understand why it's that way, because you have to have a game that's playable. You can't just suddenly say, well, everybody's afraid. You all run away. Game over. Like, that does, I that's mean, not fun, there's, right? There's a difference. I think, I think a lot of that ends up falling on the DM, and maybe it shouldn't. Like, maybe, because mm-hmm. I think one of the best combats are the ones that have a bit more roleplay, Mm-hmm. Where like either the DM because it depends on you know if you're playing with improv heavy players that mm-hmm. can you tell them hey okay right. now you're feared and okay I am terrified right now but I'm gonna do this mm-hmm. anyway I'm gonna cast this spell and right. and hope like close my eyes and cast a spell and that's why it has a disadvantage or mm-hmm. whatever or the DM has to kind of do that I I've tried to do that a lot when it comes to character making decisions and you have that like pause in the game to me as the DM narrate what that character is going through and what's happening around them so that you have that kind of atmosphere building. But it's hard as well because like the more you do that, like you don't want to take too much time either Mm -hmm. because combat in fifth edition already takes so long. We spent what two hours in a combat Mm -hmm. that lasted 30 seconds Right. Not yeah, even. It was, th- it was as I said, three and a half rounds. So, yeah, three and a half rounds, yeah. and and it took us two hours. So, including all that narrative between is hard because how much do you want to include so that it's not just mechanics and and mm-hmm. and both players and and everyone can can get into the situation that the characters are going through, and how much do you want to hold back from that so that the combat goes more quickly? Right. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I've noticed that like. No matter who it is, DM or characters, there's always a pause where people are deciding what to do. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. think that's the pause that someone can fill with things like the comment that the character says to the other person in mm-hmm. the back or right. uh, <laughs> things like yeah. that. That just kind of, I feel like it enhances a lot the battle. It It's mm-hmm. hard to not forget about that. Yeah. But it definitely makes combat more interesting. I, I think some of my favorite battles are also when you have a quippy uh, bad guy. Mm-hmm. Right. When you have a bad guy that's using not just their attacks, but their words. Mm-hmm. So it's not a silent, hey, you're exchanging blows. It's, right. hey, you I hate you. A bard would make a great, you know, villain, campaign villain. Yeah. Yeah. I always, I always try to for that because I really like the idea of like that back and forth with the characters mm-hmm. in terms, especially if it's a sentient creature. Sure, if it's a monster, it's not going to do much more than raw. But right. <laughs> no, yeah, no, it's true. And so, 
that's where I, I also like, sometimes it's hard because if I'm trying to keep track of so many things going on, you know, and you just, you lose the ability to, you know, sometimes not always, but it's hard to like, keep that in mind and make sure that you keep it uh, short theatrical as well as mechanistic, you know? Yeah. Um, But it's, it's hard to do, especially when, as I said, sometimes the mechanics, they don't really lend themselves to a truly theatrical type of scene unless the, unless the player says, well, okay, now I'm going to, really underpower what I could possibly do. But, you know, the system doesn't expect you to do that. So that is really a hand. It doesn't reward you for that either. It doesn't reward you for it. So, so that's, yeah. So it's anyway, I sort of got off on this tangent. I said, I didn't want a long debrief, but, um, (laughs) but anyway, so I think, I think, I think, go ahead. I think that's a good way of, of actually going for the like DM inspiration Mm -hmm. when you're, you take a character option, like say, uh, oh, I don't know, someone's fighting someone that they're terrified of and, and hold back their fireball mm-hmm. that ends up TPKing the party because they didn't fight. Right. That's an RP moment that should be awarded because that mm-hmm. kind of lets the rest of the part people know, like, hey, yeah, playing mm-hmm. suboptimally does have its reward. Well, and so the other, what you just reminded me of, you know, the other thing I had to prep for was what if this guy totally whips your butt, right? Because you yeah. got, he, I had some good roles as the DM, but um, I also had a couple of really bad roles and you had, you had some really good roles. And if, if you hadn't trapped him, for example, if you hadn't made him so he couldn't move very well, he would have been able to move two turns earlier and yeah. he could have taken one of mm-hmm. you out pretty easily. And um, he would have gone for yeah. the cleric because he knows what a yeah. cleric can do. And so, like... He was like 60 hit points in two rounds. Yeah. Like, that's a third, yeah. two-thirds of my HP. Yeah. And, I, and that was just his weapon attacks. I mean, I didn't even do really... And then those particular... I didn't really do anything special with his stuff. But, like, so I knew that he was tough. He was CR9. So, you know, you had, you had a CR9... The two dogs are CR8, it, so if Konos couldn't have gotten them out of there, a CR9, two CR8s, the two ghouls are, you know, whatever little pipsqueak ghouls, but the two, yeah. the shadowy things, even though they're low CR, they because if they happen to hit, they can do, and then because you broke those bottles, those five wraiths showed up, right? <laughs> so, yeah. like, that, I mean, that, though, they're CR5s. You had five CR5 creatures, two CR8s, a CR9, and the two half CR shadow. Like, that was a deadly battle. It could have very easily gone in the direction of you get wiped. So I I very seriously had to, like, you know, so so basically... It's it's really complicated, especially at high levels, because it's it's swinging. Right, and those wraiths, they may not have showed up, right? They might not have. Right. Um, and the shadows might not have coalesced, right? Uh, and the dogs, the, Konos might not have been able to get rid of the dogs so easily. So they might have stuck around, right? So this battle could have gone in a lot of different ways. And I had to actually, you know, think about, okay, well, if this battle kills you, what is the likely outcome? What would they, what would they actually do to the three of you, right? Probably turn us into blue goblins. Well, 
Except, remember the note, the note said, there's been some disruptions, so hurry up. The note to Batet, right, was finish your job because we need to get this going because there's been some disruptions. And they know that you're causing the disruptions, or at least Laralac knows that you're causing the disruptions. So there was a lot of ways I could, I'm not going to tell you because it might happen next time, but... Um. <laughs> I mean, honestly, yeah, I could have, I could have seen him easily just knocking us out, or at least some of us to take to Laralac, or even our dead bodies. I mean, he does have an undead army. What he'd give to have us as undead minions, <laughs> right? So, and then there's the, the, you know, then there's Blacksley, and then there's the Queen, right? So there was, there's a lot of stuff. Anyway, so we've gone too far over. So I'm gonna. <laughs> call this the end of the episode and so thank you for watching thank you for listening and um, we will see you next time and so bye bye Thank you.